Hey, what's going on, guys? Today, we have two guests, and one of them has actually been on the podcast before, so you guys might recognize her. And I enjoyed the conversation last time. I enjoyed the conversation with both of them this time. It was great. I had a blast. I think you guys will like it. It's, I think, just it fits perfectly into where we are today in the world because it's crazy life is crazy and I mean sometimes you just you got to try to wade your way through it and maybe that's just part of what life is but it's crazy it's a crazy time whether it's COVID whether it's these wild UFO videos with with the Pentagon releasing them I mean take your pick there's no shortage life is a crazy place and here to help kind of wade through that and be proponents of just doing your own research. Please give it up for Amy Gunderson and her brother, Ben Gill. So, welcome back, Amy. It's a pleasure Thank to have you. you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Your first time on. Yeah. Very happy to have you here thanks. as well. Glad to be here. Um, What is new? What's going on? Hmm. A whole lot of deciphering, right? Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of discernments being turned on a lot of, for a lot of people. Okay. You think people are kind of waking up to what we talked about last time? Um, On various levels, yes. Yeah, I do see a lot more people. I mean, just on like, say, social media feeds, I see a whole lot of more um, people posting a whole lot of information that's like questioning the narrative, questioning mm -hmm. authority, excited things are crumbling. And um, so, I, yeah, I think I, it's definitely happening. So it's good to that see. That freaks me out because I think, I definitely think people are excited that things are kind of like teetering on the edge right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's a good thing. I think yeah. we should be a little worried that Society feels like it's ripping apart at the seams and everyone's like, yeah, okay, let's just keep going. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> I yeah. hear you. And it kind of seems like we need to change, though. It seems like it's kind of been too stagnant for a long time. Stagnant in what way? Like I mean, political? Yeah, mostly, I think. I mean, I think with everything coming down with all of the restrictions and the authoritarianism, I think people are just ready for something kind of different. You know, and I think people were kind of seeing that with people moving away from, you know, moving away from some of the blue states to some of the red states, you know, kind of wanting something maybe different um, and people aligning themselves more with what they want ideologically, you know, for their futures. Because I, th I think that's, you know, that's something that I'm discussing too, kind of getting out of the area possibly, you know, and I think a lot of people are just kind of thinking about what they want for their future because they see things everywhere across the country, how it is right now. And it's it's not fun yeah. in a lot of the, a lot of the country. Yeah. So. Especially <laughs> when you look at more red states, I guess you could say, and how they're mm -hmm. open and the COVID cases aren't outrageous. Exactly. And yet the West Coast is locked down. And I mean, Oregon had a really bad outbreak. And it's like, what are we, what are we doing? They, I was talking to someone who worked at a school and they said that on Fridays they have no mask Friday. And it's like, what? So one day a week. Yeah. But what, like casual Fridays, like where normally you'd wear jeans, like that's how we're treating. Co so is it serious or is it not serious? It that, just takes a break yeah. off, right? Like, it's what like, are we doing I think that's here? mocking it. That's exactly. really funny. Yeah, and yet you have to, it, it, they treat it so seriously, and yet you have no mask right It's all about the control, though. It's not about the virus anymore, I don't think. Nothing. It's... I think it's more about the fear. 
that like stirring up that fear, you can kind of get people to yeah toe the line a little bit better. You can. Fear you could, equals control. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Get people scared and they'll do a lot of things. Yeah. Where are you thinking of moving to? Uh, Montana is where I'm thinking right okay. now. It's yeah. a free state. Free state. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> More so than California, at least. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no masks. Yeah. <laughs> Which hopefully they don't have masks on the fifteenth. No. Oh. Uh, I mean, oh yeah. California, Here in California, right? I think. Rumor has we'll it, see. but I don't, I don't <laughs> I think there's going to be some sort of, like, just giant red flag, false flag event mm -hmm. before that ever happens. So I think he's only doing it because of the recall. Possibly. I think that's the only reason everything's starting to open up in California is because he's trying to salvage whatever he can. Yeah, I don't... Are there other... I'm wondering if there are other states that are still requiring masks. Like New York, probably, at this point, maybe. I don't even know if it's just, like... I would I guess imagine Oregon, New York. Probably. Yeah, Oregon, maybe Washington. Yeah. So most of the country, I think, is without masks at this point, but... Or at least it's optional. It's optional. Yeah. And, you know, but... I know. I think it's mostly about the control and, like, the fear, like you talked about, because people... There's a lot of them are still afraid. You know, they, they listen to all of the mainstream media, and they listen to all that propaganda, and it's just... You know, as long as if you can get outside of the mainstream, there's so much more information out there that's helpful and useful that isn't censored. The problem is that's true. That's really true. I think people need to look away, especially from Fox News and CNN and NBC. Like you have to exactly. get out of that bubble. Whatever side you're on, you got to. All of it. Yeah, of it. you just have to. Just bad. But there's like, a lot of misinformation. And we kind of touched on that last time, too. There's a lot of misinformation out there, too. Right. And but, people I get mean, lost. There's misinformation so in the mainstream, too. So it's like. Where do you go? Right. So like, you know, I'll just shout out one, one YouTube channel I follow is a guy called Tim Pool. You know, he's pretty middle, middle of the road, moderate, you know, just talks about the issues, not politically. So I follow him and he talks about news stories. He brings on guests, you know, just like you do experts in different fields. And it's really interesting. So I, I follow him and I feel that I can keep fairly up to date. And it's, it's not mostly non-biased, I feel. Um, so it's like trying to find those middle of the road programs that are, you know, just looking for the truth, wanting to tell people what's going on and not wanting to spin it. And that's hard to find. Yeah. But it's really difficult. There's some out there, you know, didn't you listen to Ben Shapiro for a while? I listened to Ben Shapiro. He was kind of the first one I started to listen to. And then I kind of opened up to Joe Rogan. He had some interesting people on there. And then I found this guy called, you know, Tim Pool. So he's the one I listen to mostly now. Um, but there's, uh, there's other people out there. Uh, I think Sticks and the Hammer 666 on YouTube also is a guy out there who does some pretty uh, pretty good work. But, yeah, it's it's just hard finding those non-bias angles. Yeah, you have to work through it. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a few out there, but you got to dig below the surface, which a lot right. of people just don't have time to do. It's true. And if you can compare what you see on the mainstream to what you see on the independent and kind of somewhere in the middle, it's usually true. That's the biggest thing is you have to look at both sides. Right. Otherwise, you're not gonna. You're just not gonna know. Exactly, because you're getting one one person's opinion. Yeah. You know, but unless you turn it all off and you just start listening to your own self, intuition, intuition, yeah. yep. your your own guidance, like it's where it's at. Sometimes that leads you astray, though. Too. Some people follow their gut, and it doesn't. It I mean, doesn't take them to a good place. But maybe it's True for that individual, because yeah. we're all in our own path, and so. True. Yeah, maybe they, that was good for them on, on some level to learn all those lessons that they may have encountered mm -hmm. by doing that. So I think it's just listening to our own guidance is like pivotal in, in trying to figure out what's going on because we're not going to find it in the mainstream, you know, and you're not going to be directed where to look, where to like, where to understand our reality, you know, it's not going to happen. So, um, but it's all on, you know, free speak platforms you know like where you know podcasts and 
all sorts of YouTube videos, right? And BitChute. And there's so many other like platforms that are coming up that are for promoting free speech. Are you still doing the your videos? Yeah, here and there. How's not, that going? Not as hectic. I did 20 of them. So oh, that... wow. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. How do you like it? It was fun. Yeah. But the most fun I found was when I brought people on. Yes. You know. Yeah. Because me by myself is just like, it was a mm. bit much. I yeah, think. it's kind of weird just like, because you're talking yourself. and you're trying to like pretend that somebody else is there and you're like, this doesn't really, like, yeah. this is kind of weird. It's interesting. Are you going to do more? Yeah, okay. I do. I do want to find some more people. I'm collaborating with other people now doing other podcasts. And so that's fun, but I have to do it myself now. Oh, well, that's awesome. I know. I'll have to bring you on. Yeah, definitely. I would <laughs> love to talk. And you're still on BitChute. Yeah. I got to check. I got to look into that more. I I like the idea of these of these platforms that are kind of pushing back against mm -hmm. the big dogs, yeah. you know, because YouTube, it's just the power trip that YouTube and Facebook mm -hmm. and yeah. Facebook, Instagram, you know, that worries me. Because yeah. if they start censoring, like who? Exactly. Where... So the censorship is the biggest problem, obviously. So we get out obviously. Of. So it's like, you know, big tech censors everything they don't like. So it's like you're censoring half the people, essentially. You know, any conservative opinion that talks out against the mainstream narrative is censored. So you're you're missing half the conversation. You know, and you know that's why BitChute and some of these other platforms that are not censored are going to be so important. You know, it's it's just crazy that they can censor everything that they do. And then everybody on the left just gets promoted and they can say whatever they want. Yeah. Do you think that's because the people that are developing these platforms are on the left? Absolutely. They're owned yeah. and operated by yep. the left. They're in with the Democratic Party. And so their, you know, their narrative is promoted over the conservative narrative and the, the anti-narrative. Yeah. You know. I wouldn't say it's left per se because it's all just one conglomerate, like, ownership and it mm. just happens to be i'm picking the left they could have very well picked the right but no one it would just been what's well, all the then. power right now is on right. the left you know with all the money and they own facebook and youtube yeah. and google and alphabet and everything so and when you look at these companies portray kind of that idealist idealistic left side right but if you look at how they lobby politicians it's all conservative like the sweatshops over in China that, you know, Nike is using or whatever it is, like these companies, they like to pretend that they care because it's good for optics. But Right. And it's it's definitely not just Democrats. It's Republicans, establishment, yeah, Republicans, I think it's, establishment, It's easy Democrats. to look at, you know, the these party lines and just attribute that to everything. But it's not no, left it's not and right. It's not purely that, no. But it is, I think, a lot of that as far as the censorship in the media goes. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty, I think, pretty, like, obvious as far as, like... You know, all of the mainstream media, the news, all pushes one narrative. All of and they push the same narrative as the big tech companies. And so, if you know the news cable companies aren't going to show it, and the tech companies aren't going to show it, where are you going to see it? So that's where all the information is getting missed, and it's just getting censored. So it's it's people aren't getting that a lot of the other conversation, the questioning narrative. Mm -hmm. Like if you question the vaccine anywhere, it's like you're censored. Yeah, that's a weird like, one. Yeah, there's that's way, a weird one. Not even seen... if you question, but if you just say. Like if you bring up the lab theory yeah. or whatever, you bring that up and it's instantly shut down. Exactly. It's like so, we can't even have the discussion about it. Is that it. not suspicious? <laughs> I mean, that's suspicious to me. Yeah. It's weird. I just don't understand. I mean, I get it. Why you would want to censor ideas that you, you deem dangerous in a way. But who gets to decide what's dangerous? Right. That's where it gets a little and sketchy. And we kind of learned through history censorship is not the best idea. Oh, no. <laughs> right? So it's no. like... We and that's it's why it's alarming. A bad path. Yeah, that's why it's alarming that people are like, no, this is a good thing. 
Well, I think if we continue down this path, it will be a bad thing. I think change is needed because I think it will continue down the same path until it gets more and more oppressive. Mm -hmm. That's a word for it. Yeah. Um, but the question is, how does it change then? I mean, I are we, are through... they building towards a war? Like what no. people thought I don't know. six months ago? Like where does Maybe. it end? I mean, I don't know where it ends. <laughs> um, well, I, I think hopefully with some, uh, so with political change, hopefully, I think with people realizing that they're not being told the truth, you know, as people wake up themselves, I think that's going to be the people movement. Yeah. It's going to be revolutionary change. Like we're I think it has, to, it has to fall to rebuild. But does it? See, that's what a lot of people say is you need, you got to rebuild from the ashes. Like, But I don't think people realize how hard it is to build something from the ground and up. I don't, I don't think we need to tear the entire country down. I just think we need to replace it. a lot of the leadership. Like all of this, all these people that have been here for 30, 40, 50 years, like our current president. I mean, you don't want people in government that long because they just sit there and don't do anything and get corrupted. <laughs> so I think we need some younger leadership. We just need a, new people in there, I think, to something different. I, and I think you're kind of seeing, you know, maybe the people pushing back against the establishment, what's been in there for a long time, either Republicans and Democrats, like it's both. And so I think partly you saw, you know, with the Trump administration, you saw some new people get in there with some new ideas, you know, kind of a different direction for the Republican Party. And hopefully, you know, we can get some better people in there. I don't know where it's going to end up, but we don't want to tear down the core values that built the country, but or the institutions that built the country. And it seems like that's what the left is trying to do. So we need to kind of move in a different direction. I think some people definitely want to see the country kind of go up in flames because they have this grand idea that they mm -hmm. can rebuild it in a better way. But yeah. I don't think, I think that that's, you can sit there and, and pretend that, you know, in a perfect world, you could rebuild a society that's, you know, whatever it is. But that doesn't right. that doesn't work when you actually put put your pen to paper. But like when you actually see what's going on right now and we've talked about where we think like the country's not going in a good direction. Most people would agree with, I would think. Um, and so if you're not liking the direction it's going, you got to do something to change it. Yeah, no, I definitely agree that so we need I change. Don't, yeah, not like, like I said, I don't think we need to tear down everything, but I think there needs to be some changes in some, in some core institutions, you know? But, yeah. And the career politician thing's weird. Like that. Yeah. Like why would you need Spending 40 years. They're puppets. It's. <clears throat> so. It seems like to me. What we have going on now is like, we're in like a new time frame. We've listened to the old school style of control that's been really um, running the show for a very long time. Many presidents have been puppets other than like um, JFK. Um, who else was? Um, JFK was a puppet or JFK he was, was not? not a puppet. Okay. He was not a puppet. And he, was he wasn't controlled. He wasn't controlled. Truths or these, you know, things going on. Well, was it JFK that gave the speech on secret societies? What president did that? Right. Was it JFK? Yeah, that's CIA a weird too. speech. He was gonna lay out more. He was gonna reveal Project Blue Book, which was all about aliens and technology that they supply with us. And we've already had contact with aliens a very long time ago. Like during World War II, I think it really became evident and. Um, there was, uh, yeah, there's so much history that's been hidden. And so he was going to actually divulge a lot of this, what's called Project Blue Book. 
and he was assassinated for it. And it was a cover-up by, you know, Oswald who killed him, right? But uh, that's just another false flag event that, and they had, that was just cleanup because they didn't have, they didn't want that coming up to the American public at that time frame. Um, because of course, we all have to be maintained under this controlled narrative and, you know, believe what the TV says at all costs. And, um, but yeah, like we have a whole new system going on. Like we have the awareness, like the, the consciousness on the planet is just rising. And, and you can see that everyone's question. A lot of people are questioning the reality and looking at, is this even real? Like what is going on in our world? And how can this be happening? And so when you start asking those questions, you're being led to answers that you're like, what the heck? My mind's being blown left and right. And, and it's just kind of, that's the new realm we're going into because we're going into more outside the box thinking and seeing how to go and lead the country, like go and have the country go in a different direction than it's ever been able to because it's been so corrupted. So once the people start becoming more aware of just these like very big principles, um, the people are going to rise up and want their freedom because once we realize we don't have our freedoms, it's an all an illusion, then especially with a medical freedom, this is really going to get everyone riled up. What do you mean medical? Oh, like forced vaccinations? Forced vaccinations. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like the papers. Well, the vaccine passport, the they, fact that they even wanted to do that is a little... Well, they're actually doing it in sketchy. Oregon, I believe, right now. Yeah. Are they really? I think they are. I think they're doing it in Canada. They're Canada's trying. Pretty, they're Canada's, trying. Right now. Yeah, Canada's kind of scary right it's, now. It's really scary. <clears throat> they're trying their hardest at pushing this through, but people are just not for it. I mean, most of the states are seeing through this. There's already Florida and Texas and I think Oklahoma are like, we will not allow these to be in our state at yeah. all. There's been several states no that have signed anti, yeah. anti Which is amazing. passport laws. So yeah, it's amazing. So it's great. everyone's becoming more aware and they're saying, they're seeing on the writing on the wall, like, they want new world order to be over like just our reality, which is that's very old school mind of thinking. But that's that's been what they want. Agenda 2030 is basically new world order dream. <laughs> agenda 2030. I don't know what that is. Yeah, is that like the agenda date for like, it's it's a plan that they've for had the year for year 2030 um to have a lot of these implementations in place to have complete ownership of the human so literally it's a human lockdown system and where you're controlled through um a lot of different means it's a very nasty idea and plan that new world order kind of think hunger games yeah it's very hunger games as far as controlling the people um, if you just like Google Agenda 2030, it'll give you a lot of information yeah. like, if you're interested. That's part of the New World Order thing. Mm -hmm. That's the old school realm of the control mechanism that's still occurring. This is the Biden platform who's running him. But see, people hear like New World Order and, you know, instantly start rolling their eyes. Totally. Or... Yeah. We're taught to not believe and not to look into these things. We're taught that anything like that had those Q words. Oh, conspiracy theory. Well, you know, it's like the new words are conspiracy theory is actually the new critical thinker. Like, it's like the catch-all phrase for anything like anti-anti, anti, you know, anti It's like calling somebody crazy. Right. You exactly. can just yeah. kind of just throw it out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 You know, but it's like a lot of these things are not just like made up stuff. A lot of them have, you know, have been, have happened. You know, they're, they're not conspiracy theory. They're conspiracy fact. A lot of these things. Most you of know? them. So people. Yeah. 
you know, they liked, like you said, they like to throw that and just, you know, that person's crazy. They don't know what they're talking about, even mm-hmm. though they may have be truthful or having good information. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, it's just, yeah. you know, and that gets censored now and it's hard, you know, don't know who to trust, you know, with, with everything going on, people don't know who to trust. So that's part of the problem too. Now you're, you know? a, you're a nurse, right? Mm-hmm. Are you vaccinated? I'm not. You're not. Do you have any intention on being vaccinated? No. no. Okay. Is that the, is that must, that must be like a minority opinion though amongst um, medical staff. Amongst no? medical staff. Yeah. Um, okay. But there's still a fair amount of people that don't want to get it. Um, I'm trying to think if there's like a percentage, but like maybe half, I think the people oh, okay. are getting it in the hospital. Maybe, maybe less than that, but there's several people that are concerned about it, you know, just several reasons. Um, you know, it's untested. We all know that, you know, it's for, it's, you know, not been FDA approved. Um, there's been lots and lots of side effects. Um, there's been lots and lots of deaths. So, and you know, it's just a, concerning for a lot of people. Um, so far, you know, the hospital that I work at hasn't enforced anything as far as mandating, but I've heard in other States that other places are doing that, you know, and lawsuits are taking place, but I mean, yeah, I have no intention of getting a vaccine now, but there are, there are also other people at the hospital who haven't. Are most, does most of the hesitation come from fear of what the vaccine will do or just a belief that like, it's not necessary, like you're going to be fine It's It's mostly, it. I believe it's nefarious in some way. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just not willing to be an experiment, essentially. You know, I used to get the flu shot and now I'm very much anti-vaccination. I, I mean, I guess I, a former vaccine, I used to get vaxxed, but mostly just because I, I, the hospital, you know, they get the flu shot every year. That's mostly just what you do. And you got the shots as a kid. But once you, you know, learning from Amy about some of the, you know, different things that she's researched and um, I'm not a fan of vaccines anymore. Just of, you know, I think we get vaccinated way too much for what we, what we really need to now. And we get vaccinated, we vaccinate kids way too young, way too often. Uh, you know, you look at how many vaccines we give now compared to how many we got when we were, you know, children. And it's crazy. Like third, 20, 30 years ago, we give so many more vaccines. Like, yeah, but you could make the argument that's just from technology growing. 72 vaccines. Yeah, by compared the age to like, five. what? How 72? Many well, I didn't know that. It's insane. Like, yeah. a lot of these diseases are not things that are like life threatening. Some of them are, but I mean, kids, like, they get over things like chicken pox. Like, we give vaccines for that now. Like, we all had it. So there's things that we don't necessarily need to vaccinate for who that, you know, we are. And we're doing it a lot all at one time and like overwhelming these, you know, children who can't. But again, you could you could make the argument that the reason we don't need to vaccinate them now for like the chicken pox is because we did. And so it's not it's not as present as it once was. But we never needed to in the first place. Yeah, I mean, if we all had it and we were fine, what was the point of adding a vaccine for it? Well, I think kids died from the chicken pox, didn't they? No. I mean, I don't know, probably very, very small percentage. Like I know, you know, and we vaccinate for the measles and stuff now too. But those Which were... the measles was about measles. I think did we talk about polio last time? For some reason. Okay, yeah. yeah. Polio was a bad one. Mm-hmm. But, but look, I mean, yeah. people aren't in iron lungs anymore. Right. I mean, I'm not so I'm not completely against vaccines, and I think they can be done in a in a healthy way. I it's just, just don't think that it's being done in a healthy way now. Okay. You know, with I could respect that, yeah. yeah. I mean, I do believe in the idea of vaccines. It's very it's yes, good, but just not the way we're doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like being anti-vax; it's more of like anti-poison, because or when conservatively you... vaxed. I guess you could. 
Because some, I, I mean, think yeah. it's really just depending upon if you know the ingredients involved in the vaccines, which most don't know, most everyone does not know the ingredient list. They just trust their doctor and their doctor trusts their pharmaceutical reps and their higher ups, you know, and it just trickles down. And they actually most often don't know what the ingredient list is for the, in the vaccines. It's true. I've talked to a number of doctors and they've all said, and even nurses, like they never learned in school what the side effects were or what the ingredients were or why, like they were just shown the schedule. So there is not a whole lot of knowledge about these vaccines, but they are, you know, and I don't know if we, did, did we talk about the 1986 um, law where, um, vaccine manufacturers were not liable for anything um any shots that may maim or kill um anyone i don't think we talked about that no. but that is that is alarming i've heard yeah. of that law before yeah i think so, it was that law right mm -hmm. and the in the <clears throat> documentary vaxed and vaxed two go into that and just give a very uh raw very exposure of of really what's going on in the vax world so, but that's just the normal vax. That's not talking about the new COVID vax. <laughs> I'm, I haven't gotten it, but it's not necessarily because I don't, I think that it's, a, there. it's for some nefarious purpose. I just don't, like I try to be healthy. You know, I try to eat well most yeah. days. I work out. I try to keep myself in pretty good condition and it doesn't, I'm not necessarily worried about it because I think that my chances would be fine. And then you get into the argument of, oh, well, you should get it for other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what bothers me about that is the people that are always saying that are the ones that, like, I don't want to fat shame or, like, shame anybody, but it's never somebody who's, like, taking preventative steps for themselves. Right. It's always someone who maybe doesn't eat the best most yeah. days and isn't trying to take other preventative measures like we know that vitamin d helps we know that exercise helps being outdoors mm -hmm. like these are ways you could help protect yourself go for a walk go for yeah. a jog right but it's never and i think it's i think it's important that we all look out for each other like i think that's kind of the foundational path of a good of a good community but if it's only expected on one side just to manipulate them into doing one thing, I think that's a problem. Right. And that's what it seems like it is right now. And those commercials that bug the shit out of me that have been playing, I don't know if you have seen them, it's the vaccine coalition or something. And it's, oh, what are you going to do after you get the vax and life is back to normal? But they spin <laughs> it like, oh, you have to get the vaccine for life to go back mm -hmm. to normal. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do after you get the vax? Like, what are you looking forward to back in life? And it's like, what you can live right now. Like, life is still going exactly. on. It's not so waiting. It's like never changed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that worries me. That kind of yeah, subtle it, manipulation. Just the, it, it's just with the uh you know with the push to get the vaccine and the incentives and the money and the you know, they're the they're money. offering people drugs and the stuff donuts. and alcohol and like donuts yeah the free food. food like that's cra go to subway you can get a free sub or something like that it's just i don't think it was subway the way it's 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 cream. that's crazy imagine if that was imagine if they were giving out donuts oh Go to Planned Parenthood and get an abortion, and here's your twelve box. Of, like, not right. to make light of that, right. but like, but that's, I mean, it's a crazy thing that we're it like, is. it's incentivizing going and even though it, you could say, oh, it's for a good cause, it's so people are healthy and fine. That's just okay. Where do we draw the line with that? What mm -hmm. are we? Yeah, 
It's all go out it's... and vote for Biden and you can get a free hot chocolate. <laughs> like what? Yeah. There's a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. And it's just sad the people that are believing this these the tactics that are so dangerous for people. Well, I think that comes back to the fear. If you have yeah. people that are scared, and which I'll... COVID was scary in the beginning, it was sure. really scary. No doubt. And it's also the, you know, the the pressure, the the peer pressure, you know, whether it's at work or your family, you know, if, you know. Everybody posting the vaccine cards online. Right. Or like, you know, you one. can't visit until you get vaccinated or I'm sure there's stories out there like that. But, you know, are people doing it for their family so they can visit them or so they'll feel better about it or different things like that. But I, I totally get it. It's like, I'm not going to get that vaccine for you. I, it's all about individual freedom. I understand about community and about, you know, caring for other people. But that doesn't mean I'm going to get the vaccine for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. For a 99.9 recovery rate. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why do we need it? And like, I want to say it's like 83% of the people that were in the ICU with it had a vitamin D deficiency. And some high percentage like that were obese as well. Right. Which Obesity, is not fat shaming or anything. Diabetes, it's but just, it's just a fact. Yeah. It, you know, and like, it's like, if we don't address these real problems... That's why I don't like this idea that you have to get the vaccine for life to get back to normal. No, right. if you're maybe just try to be a little healthier. That's just that's just a very poor narrative that a lot of people are buying into, mm -hmm. and it's purely fear based. Yeah, but it's effective. It's it, really effective. It I know effective. because when you, people aren't people are able scared. to critically yeah. think when they're in fear. So if you're in fear, you're you're going to be doing what you're told to do. It's just plain and simple. And you like that's how you control society is you keep them in a fear state where they're very um, – they're in fight or flight most of their existence. And if you're out of that fight or flight, you're like – you're able to get the bird's eye view and be like, wow, I was really like doing some weird things when I was such in like extreme anxiety or over my, my safety, you know, or it's just – it's really, really sad. But it, a lot of people have gone through that in this whole year. And that's what has woken up a lot of people because they've gotten to that point of extreme, like what the hell is going on and why am I feeling this way? And why can't I think straight? And no, I'm not, I'm going to start actually questioning what's being told to me to believe. And that's like the first step. Well, I think it's easier now that, you know, we're over a year into a two week lockdown and people are starting right. to be like, okay, this yeah. is year anniversary what of the two-week we, lockdown. Yeah. What are we really doing here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then it's not knowing where to turn to find information, mm -hmm. you know. But most, I mean, most people are, you know, completely fed up with this because, like, it's been a year, you know. It's like, it's over with. Let's get back to normal. You know, we don't need this vaccine. Let's just, you know. But people, like you said, people are scared and there's a lot of things, you know, other than the vaccine or the virus going on right now as far as, you know, the economy and what may lay in the future, you know? Or have you guys been paying attention to the alien stuff? Yeah, been I've been around? kind of listening to that. Um, kind of interesting, right? The, uh, the what's the Pentagon are supposed, supposed to come out with a, uh, a report on UFOs or something here very soon? Supposedly. I was just reading an article. It's supposed to be like within the next few weeks now. It's supposed to be June 1st, but we'll see. That's going to be interesting. I, whatever they end up saying, you know, but I don't know what to expect. What what are your opinions on them? Do you guys think that aliens as far are real? As, I, I yeah, or uh, I I believe that there is life out there for mm -hmm. sure. Um, and I do believe we've been contacted probably at some point in the past. I don't really know what to think of it beyond that too much. 
But I do think it's, I think the universe is just too big for there not to be something else out there for sure. Yeah. That's my, that's my yeah, sense. I mean, think about how big space is and you can't even wrap your head around no, you how can't. big space is. It's the just, idea that we're the only things yeah. out there is a little, a little far-fetched. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I also, uh, you know, feared that the government will use it to scare the people again, you know, with some alien invasion or some, something like that. I, you know, cause governments do things but you know uh so i don't really know what to expect i've heard people say that that's why that's the I, pentagon is releasing yeah. videos now and footage of all this stuff is it's that... setting everyone up it's setting everyone up for a big false flag is my guess like a false invasion a false invasion that's going to be very cgi effect that will be somewhat similar but even more extravagant than 9 11 yeah people will believe yeah what would be the purpose of that? Control. The to new, control, the I thing. suppose. Um, it would be just, you know. We are we are the ones that will take care of you. Watch out. You the know, government like, will protect you or yeah. something like that, you know. Do you think this would be like the U.S. government stepping up or like some new world coalition? Um, I think it would probably be the U.S. government and other governments around the world with their own populations. You know, I think it would... It's probably like if they do something like that, it would probably be have to be like on a global scale almost like because it's yeah. going to get out no matter where it comes out, like wherever it, they say it's happening or whatever. If this were to happen, you know, it's not going to be an isolated event probably because the Internet, it goes everywhere. Um, but I don't know. I mean, don't yeah. know. We'll have to see, I guess. But there's a plan for sure. <laughs> That's interesting. You say that, you know, the Internet goes everywhere because I used to think that. But then you look at what happens in China and this the extreme censorship that occurs right. there. And it's like, you almost well, really don't know what you're getting and what you're not. Right. I mean, and, well, you're saying like the censorship in China for sure. But yeah, as but even, far as like the in, internet, right. I mean, there's tons of censorship, but something happens, you know, here and it's instantly Europe knows about it or other people know about it. So it's like, it's not like you can keep global events secret for too long. True. But I think that people move on a lot quicker than than you would expect like the that's true do you know about the philadelphia bombing that occurred in the yeah is it is it where they yeah where like they bombed a bunch of people or something i don't remember kind of yeah it was like a predominantly african-american yeah i do remember hearing about story i'm just starting to dig into it but i had never heard of that yeah the governments do shit to their people all the time (laughs) yeah well, I mean, yeah. look at what, you know, it's not... has gone down in countries like, or like Myanmar, like, or what's going on with Israel right now in Palestine. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, so all over the world, like, yeah, these. In know. India, that was a big hit and a huge story for a while. Like, the COVID uh, outbreak in India. Right. That's the story, but it's just genocide. You know, they're killed. I mean, there was like, I've read a number of different reports of people writing in from India. Or so to kind of go into that real world. quick if you want to just kind of tell him about that. Oh, yeah. Like it was just um, a lady who wrote, wrote in um, talking about her experience in this outbreak of, wrote to of you? COVID. No. Oh. Wrote to like um, it, um, this editor. And so this anyways, he put it out. I'll have to find the link for you. Um, she was talking about her experience and how everyone had no food and everyone had no water so literally everyone was slowly starving to death over a period of like six months and people were dying. And so millions of people were dying and they're just saying, oh, it was COVID. 
So it's just a big cover up again to put more fear narrative into the stream of um, mainstream um, to entice more people to get the COVID shot. So that was, I think, the second or third wave, the predicted third wave. You know, and we have another wave coming in the fall. So as predicted, yeah, for people to to um, all over the world. There'll be another push, I'm sure, for vaccines at that point. Yeah, it'll but... be another fear propaganda. See, that's hard because you don't actually know what is happening over there if you're not yeah, over there. Right. True. I True. mean, that sounds crazy, but it's... so does what is going on in China with the Uyghurs right Uyghur now. Muslims. Right? Yeah. So... I mean, that sounds crazy. And who knows what the extent of that actually is. Yeah. Right. And, and, and you, like, you say it's hard to know what's going on over there. And of course it is, you know, because you're not there. But it's like... Do we believe the government that we know lies a lot is telling the truth no. or do we believe the people are telling the truth? I mean, right. either one can lie, but the government's been proven to lie pretty often. Most often. So I don't know. It's it's up to you to decide kind of, right? But we know governments do a lot of bad things to other people. Throughout history, it's happened time and time again. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me. It would not surprise me if that was the case at all. Yeah. Not that I know it's happening. Yeah. No, I know it's like, yeah, it's just. You have to wonder. It's like a famine that they say is happening over there, or why is there? Um, no, it's just systematically like. Um, cutting off the food supply. Cutting off the food supply. Oh, intentionally. Intentional genocide, much like China, like has. For like this... a minority population. Or yeah, just... all the very, um, the poorest of the poor are definitely mm-hmm. having this be affected. That is crazy. Yeah. It's wild. But I mean, have you heard, uh, I'm not sure exactly where it started, but like the, the global world, you know, uh, order was the, one of their goals is to get the world population down to about 500 million. Have you ever heard that before? Oh, the Georgia Guidestones. I, I came across the Georgia Guidestones like two weeks ago and was like interested. I don't know the full story or how that. She knows more about it Intwines. than I do. But... Yeah, no, I don't have it memorized either. Intertwine. But it was just mysteriously placed in Georgia, like on this knoll. Well, some guy built it. I don't or know had the it history made or whatever. But it's it's, know, it's but... like I don't know a list of these um, ideals that who knows. But the the question is, who put it there? Right? It's always been kind of like anonymous that I've heard. Well, I heard that there was a, and this could be totally wrong. Mm-hmm. I heard that there was this guy who kind of came out of the blue and commissioned some people to build him and he picked that spot or he had initially another spot in mind and then was persuaded by the people that were building it because they wanted it kind of in their community as they thought maybe it could be a site for something. And they kind of convinced him to keep it local. And so they built it there and then he paid and was just gone and they never got in touch with him again. And it's in like three or four different languages, the transcriptions yeah, it is on in it. Yeah, a few languages, yeah, I think. And what is the what is the meaning behind it? Do you know that? Um, it's like an I, the, I, the goal is for de- depopulation and for um, one world government. There's a whole list of um, statements on this that I don't recall. Yeah, look it up. I'm going to pull that up for us. Yeah, yeah you have success. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I think I actually had come across it on, like, Facebook or something out of the blue like that. And I was like, what are the Georgia Guidestones? What is what is this? Yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> but if, if 
I remember correctly, I think they know, you know, who asked to build it. Why 500 million? Do you know if there's a significance behind that number? I'm not exactly sure about that number specifically. Um, no. We will learn. Because yeah. 500 million seems like such a... Well, it's such a drastic change from what we have now. And so uh, that's the idea behind, you know... The Georgia Guidestones the... are a granite monument erected in 1980 in Albert County, Georgia, in the United States. A set of 10 guidelines is inscribed on the structure in eight modern languages. And a shorter message is inscribed at the top structure in four ancient language scripts. I mean, that's kind of weird, just mm -hmm. right off the bat. Yep. Especially yeah. if you read what those things are. <laughs> We're going to have to find the message yeah. now. I actually haven't read it in a long time, but... Okay, so this is from the georgiacyclopedia.org. The origins go back to the summer of 1979 when a man calling himself R.C. Christian came to Elberton in search of both a granite firm to execute his design for a monument and a suitable site for the construction. So they know the guy that did it. Yeah. Are there... Oh, here are the oh, guys. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Guide reproduction wisely. Improving fitness and diversity. Unite humanity with a living new language. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Let all nations run internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love. Seeking harmony with the infinite. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Hmm. But I mean... It sounds like it it's sounds, all yeah. airy, fairy, and fun. Yeah. I mean, it, those... Yeah, you could use those as for that rules to live by. One, maybe. The first one... <laughs> Maybe know. the second one, because that sounds a little... Maybe second one, too. ...guy reproduction. But, I mean, and you could have a guy... The problem is you could have a guy who's just got a lot of money and is like, you know what? True. I've got time. True. So, it's not anything yeah. based in, you know, that we know is truth or what they, you know, want. But that's one of the one of the theories. And know, that ties into the... population. ...to the New World Order. Right. And it would tie into why governments would want to kill their own people why depopulation though like i don't is it to just have easier more resources to for the people i mm. mean with seven eight billion people on the planet you know the resources aren't as plentiful the the global um you know climate change and everything uh, humanity you know contributing to that you know so that's maybe why or you know one of their reasons you d that's kind of what they talk about now is their ideals you know is talking about climate change and you know, wanting to change a bunch of uh, how we run business as far as fossil fuels and, you know, the energy change with the, you know, that's just going to throw the whole country for a loop, you know. The energy changes? Well, as far as wanting to completely get off fossil fuels, it's going to collapse the economy. You can't do it at this point. Like, how, how do you get rid of petroleum and completely switch over to, to green? But isn't there an argument that we kind of, we at least have to start making the transition? I don't disagree that we need to make a transition maybe at some point. But do like the way they're wanting to do it now seems like pretty uh, damaging. If you're wanting to completely 
cut us off from oil. It's going to increase the price of energy for everybody across the country. And how can people can't afford that? It's going to go up a ton. I mean, you saw what happened in Texas in the brief time that, you know, that cold snap and their power went out and frozen. You know, during that brief time, energy bills were in the thousands of dollars for people. Oh, you were know, they really? Yeah. Running off of, you know, what limited wind and solar they had. It was, you know. So we depend on a large amount of fossil fuels for our energy right now. And so if you just cut that off, where do you get the replacement right now? Solar is not efficient enough to power the country at this point. You know, so... There's got to be some other answer. You can't just cut it off. Well, yeah, but if we built up a good infrastructure, like, I mean... What would that... Like, there has to be something that... What is that infrastructure then? Well, we could have... I think they're looking at a wind farm out on the Samoa Peninsula right now. Sure. But I mean, and small steps like that. Those help, but that's not going to... That's not going to help us get off fossil fuels. No, not that one thing. But, but if we had, But I like, mean, even wind farms across the country aren't producing as much as coal plants. So, like... I'm not a huge energy guy, but like I've heard a lot of good things about nuclear power. Like, you know, the yeah. mo modern nuclear is clean and safe is what I've heard. So I don't know that's an option. I, I, you know, I just don't think the way they're going about it is going to help anybody because it's going to, you know, people are going to pay more for gas, more for heating their home, you know, so it's just gonna be hard on people. I think it's, it's like a necessary evil though that we have to do because petroleum is a finite resource. And it's a toxic resource. And it's not really a finite resource, probably pretty toxic. Um, I mean, oil's always been around. We're always harvesting oil. There's still tons of oil in the, in the ground. Yeah, but I mean, there are consequences like fracking, like pulling sure. them up, these spills. I mean, if we could move off of that, res especially pollution, I mean, if we could move away from that. That just seems sure. like it'd be a good thing across the board. Right. Yeah. I mean, pollution is definitely not a good thing. And I think, you know, you got to look at, uh, you know, let's throw that out there. You know, China is by far the, the you know, pollutes, pollutes the most throughout the world. And so, Even L.A., the smog down there is insane. Right. And so China doesn't give a shit, you know. We're, we're trying to, I guess. Um, but is if other... If other countries such as China, when they're so big and pollute so much, it, like... If we offset a little bit here, how much is that really helping if China doesn't care? Oh, it's going to be minuscule. So it's it's punishing the people for nothing, yeah. essentially. I get the ideal, but yeah. like it's going to be it's going to be really challenging for people. People, especially who are on the lower like economic scale, they're not going to be able to afford it. It's just going to like, especially like food prices are going to be going up. I've already heard about it. You know, it's like meat shortages. You know, fuel shortages. You know, especially with the the gas pipeline shut down, you know, a lot of things are hitting at once. <clears throat> and so I think the price of everything is going to be going up here very soon. I've already heard, you know, lumber prices are already up like six oh, it's times, insane. like steel prices. People aren't producing things. People aren't working. People aren't making things. So you can't buy things. You it's know, a controlled suppression of these things. It's, too. it's a controlled like limitation of the economy. Well, I think in part two, I don't know if it's a controlled suppression and in the aspect that a lot of people just don't want to work because they were getting that stimulus check That's, and then they were getting uh, unemployment. Look at all the, like, um, you know, the, the attacks, you know, that are happening, like cyber attacks that made the meat shortage happen, mm -hmm. you know, that it, or like the pipeline shut down. Like these things are not attacks. They're, they're just systematically, you know, I honestly think they're like, it's just like the hunger games. Okay. Here's like, let's push this. Let's push that. 
let's push this. Let's cause mayhem here and see how it affects everyone. And it's just, it's getting everyone set up for the inflation that's going yeah. to attack and like get us for real. The It's going to come with a price tag and not very many people are going to be prepared for it in the coming months, you know, because we're going to have, we, I know we're going to have another false flag. It's good. Because information is going to be coming out to the public and people are going to start figuring this stuff out, but heaven forbid that. So there's going to be a false flag for distraction, more fear to forget about what we were trying to learn and like wrap our heads around because we'll then go back into survival. So it's how they do it all the time. So you like really like control the narrative and keep the people in line with what you want. And this, the whole reset they want to have happen, you know, like. What's, what's that good saying that Biden was saying there for a while? The global reset, but it was like... I forget what he said. There was a commercial all about it. It was super funny, but... That guy's all over the place. No, I mean, he there's a number of people like him just talking throughout, like, U.S. and world, um, and it was like, just clips of them saying the same thing. Well, the cyber attacks, <laughs> those, are, those are real. I don't think that people realize how unsecure... Your I cell phone, your computer, agree. like that yeah. is a, our infrastructure, especially like our energy. I've been trying to like look into our power grid and stuff. Like it's gonna, like if China wanted to, and yeah. same if we wanted to, to them, I'm sure we could, but like yeah. our, yeah. our technology is not as secure as people want to believe. I mean, you hear about people's data being compromised here and there, but mm-hmm. the scale at which it could be done if yeah. somebody actually wanted to it's not i don't think i think people have this false False, sense of comfort that oh it's you know what's on my phone is safe what's on my computer you know paying with my credit card online like all this is Mm -hmm. somebody's out there protecting me and it's like yeah but not really not really no i mean we i mean we know that you know we sign those user agreements so we know facebook and google they have access to all of our data it's just in the cloud so it's like somebody can hack it easily i'm sure you know, whether they want to or not, you know, but it's out there for somebody, you know. Or for just these companies. Right. I mean, so uh, <laughs> privacy is an illusion at this point. Right. Pretty there's much. scammers all over the place. I just got scammed um, the other day by like a friend, say, messaged me. And this girl is like, hey, and she opened a like opened a question regarding something. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And I just answered it really quickly back to her. And then they immediately, you know, well, it was like a few hours and they responded back. And it, I thought it was this girl that, and I'm like, oh, cause she's friendly. I know where I talked with her a few times. Anyways, she was totally hijacked. Like her, her messenger was hijacked by someone who wanted me to enlist in the federal government program for receiving a grant um, for, um, this COVID like economic thing. So like, yeah, I received $50,000 and like, here's a form you can totally like apply. Like, I'm like, what? And so I told her about it and I'm like, this is super nefarious. Like, this is not cool. (laughs) Yeah. They make billions. Like that is a billion dollar industry Mm -hmm. of just stealing people's information Yeah, and selling it online passwords. And yeah, Whatever. with this uh, with this latest pipeline hack, apparently, you know, the company that did it, they it was a ransomware, and then they immediately just paid the ransom, and then that just opens it up to them doing it again. Like, you pay the ransom, they're going to do it again. I mean, yeah. it's free money. Yeah, like, but what do you? I mean, that one's 
tricky because if you take the time to try to root them out, right? Uh, what's going to happen? Get to the, the problems. Like you got to get your you got to get your pipeline back online. Sure, but what's going to happen? I also next heard time? it was interesting. I heard that the ransom actually was paid within like the first like day of the of that pipeline being down, and it took them what like a week or two to get it back online. So that was just a little bit weird too. Well, they probably, I would imagine they would scrub it and try to find where it was breached so that you don't just put it back up and then get into it. Right, I'm sure, I'm sure, but I don't know, this seems a little weird, but I mean, yeah, I I agree. Our infrastructure is very weak. We're open to a lot. And I've I've heard that from, you know, listening to some experts too. It's like our power, our power grid for sure. It's scary. It's scary because like we think of how much we rely on power, obviously. And so they could easily shut it down. And we see how hard that is for people, especially in the winter, you know. Yeah, you want to create anarchy, just turn off the power. Yeah, turn off the power, turn off days. the water. Millions of people die overnight, you know. Maybe not overnight, but, you know, very quickly. Yeah. You know, without, it would turn to chaos pretty fast. Right. There would be, uh, you know, no uh, no trucks delivering things. People would starve. It would go very quickly. So I guess after acknowledging that why wouldn't if there was if this new world order thing was to like just kind of curb the population a little bit why wouldn't they go down that route of just let's just flip the switch really quick and get it over with fast i don't know (laughs) well i don't think they are able to because of too many backups or too many other systems in place i don't know um well i think they're working on wearing down the collective like the human consciousness on collective and on various fronts throughout the world. And I just think the human um, is just so resilient that we're able to withstand and like overcome so many different things they put in our path. And I think that I just think we're protected on a, on a, on a greater level as well from anything really bad happening, like Hiroshima again, you know, because that um, doesn't seem to want to come back into play, you know? What do you mean? Oh, just like they not, don't. Well, they they don't want to bomb people. I think they do, but I think it's just they want to do it more, like more of a soft kill. You know, like they have to do it very subtly. A little more covert. Very covert. Yeah, because I mean, you, I guess you do it too quickly, and if the people catch on, then that's uh, where they get in trouble. Because <laughs> right. if if the people, you know, the people unite when the people are, you know, behind a common motive, or you know, right? They're trying. They're so hard to divide everyone right now. That's what it's all and about. And that's right just now. the narrative to divide, 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 and everything you see or hear <clears> is all going on to race, um, which is a very old card. They're still playing that card. And but it's effective. It's effective, but it's only if you're in the fear narrative, like. If you actually step back and say, wow, I don't really believe this ideologically. Like, how many people honestly do believe it, though? Or is it just the propaganda? It's all propaganda. Like, what do you mean, believe? How many people are actually racist and how many people are actually believing people are racist because of the propaganda? I think a lot of people are believing there are a lot more racists out there than there are. Absolutely. I think it's a small yeah. portion, a probably a very vocal portion of the population that is racist paid to whatever actors to be racist but it seems like it's more it's not the traditional racism that we're seeing it's more of the what do you want to call woke racism or the you know it's it's all about the white man bad right now you know the white oppressive male you know that's kind of the narrative you know it's been the narrative for the last several years you know and so it's shifting it you know it's just shifting things um it's brainwashing not a good way um, it's just bringing racism back. 
But how do we separate from that? Because it's, it's definitely it, whether that is intentional that they're they're. I mean, they're definitely pushing on this chord right. intentionally, but for whatever purpose is behind that, to I don't divide know. people. Well, yeah, and it's but it's working. It's working. That's the thing. Right. So they're yeah. it's working. So they're they're getting what they want, and so people just have to realize that that's not true. You know, that's not what America is anymore. You know, there are sure there are certainly racists out there, but. I would say a very small percentage. Right. It's being overplayed and um, over talked about because it is it's such a huge sound piece that they're, they're, they're. Didn't Biden just yesterday say that oh like God, the, yeah. the, the enemy of the state is the white male or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Did he really? Yeah, yeah he did. I, I heard it. It's just like. <laughs> that is so crazy. Right? Yeah. So it's. <laughs> it's that is so crazy. It's insane, but oh, it's not the first time they pushed that message. It's crazy. If you really listen to all these sound bites that they actually are telling the public, it's insane. And, it is the, and how the people are believing it because thing. it's coming from the box, you know, it's coming from the tube. They believe it because TV, honestly, is hypnotic. It does, it goes right into your subliminal, like, processing and it goes past like past your conscious consciousness mind like, like questioning whatever is being told to you it goes right back into your memory bank as truth as mm -hmm. truth basically jason christoph has a lot on this you'd like to listen to or read to that um there's a lot of statistics and data on that information it's really there um but it's a huge controlled piece of um work of art by by them you know they control the masses through the tube if we just all turn the television off it would be we wouldn't know anything of the controlled narrative you know we would actually be in harmony with one another we would all get along you know i think naturally humans are so nice and so good-hearted and believable and like you know it's only when we're trained to be otherwise that we have problems I really think people are... I think are, that's mostly true. Are naturally... I don't know. There are a lot of... I mean, if you look back in history, a lot of people have been killed for pretty subpar reasons. Right. I mean, yeah. there's definitely a lot of evil people. I mean, but well, I, that's that's conditioning and that's It's training. conditioning, I believe. For sure. That's... You're not going to be... I think if you just grab, like, the average human who's not been trained to be a negative person, you're going to have a nice... Like, I just think it's... People are more honest wanting to be honest and nice and real with someone rather than hateful and demonic. Yeah. I, I think if you look at a lot, a lot of stories, probably like anything with people, you know, committing genocide, like, you know, but a lot of bad things that have happened. I believe if you look at those people, there's things in their life that probably happened that made them that way. Like most people I don't think are born evil or yeah. I don't think people are born evil at all. No. I think people are conditioned. Yes. If, if someone turns into something like that, I think it's, it, it's, they turn that way for a reason. Or they're controlled. Or they're, yeah, but I mean, that's also a reason that they would, you know, or if, yeah, if they're being, you know, blackmailed or something like that. There's reasons that people do things. But I don't think generally people are just not evil. I think most people are good. But I definitely think that you have, I don't know if they were born evil necessarily or they grew into that. But there are definitely some people that, you know, embrace that alternate potential that is within them. Yeah, I definitely agree. We'll bring it back to the whole vaccine thing. I think that it's really not a good idea for people to be vaccinating with their children with this new COVID vaccine because it is untested. 
And that's where I think mm-hmm. that like people need to do their research and they have to know these things. They have to know the bigger picture, like the disclosure, um, before they sign their kid up to do something that's an experiment. Yeah. And I don't think that's in anyone's best interest by doing so. They, they're doing so out of fear because they want their kids to be safe. When in fact, it's most likely the opposite. Well, a lot of schools are, are requiring it now. That's that's where you find that the teachers' union is very controlled, and it's unfortunate. It's it's only all in California, especially. That's true, but other states, it's not true. Yeah, I can't imagine they're forcing kids to do it in Texas, or in Montana, no. anywhere, or in Montana. anywhere. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, that, possibly Nevada. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Oregon, no, but Washington. that's that's scary. Yeah, as far, you know, when it's experimental and you know, there's all these side effects already. We've talked about on adults, and you know, you want to give to kids too. It's just like, man. Well, and kids are like, I mean, if you're a kid, you have a. To my understanding, you have like the best chance of beating COVID, don't you? Isn't yes, it? right? It's, exactly. It's, it's not like the flu population. With them. Yeah, so it's like they get it less often than the flu. I believe COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that's, it's just not necessary for a large portion of the population, I think. I think that is a, a fair statement. Well, no, actually, I don't because I think a majority of the population is obese, aren't they? I don't know in what America. percentage of the population. Maybe you're right. I but. think if you're older or if you have some health ailments or you're a little overweight and you want to get it, I think that's that's cool. I just don't buy into the whole the bullying aspect of mm-hmm. now you need to force everybody around you into getting right, it. Right. Right. I, I mean, if you want to get it, get it. I don't, I'm not going to get it and I don't, you know, but it's everyone's own free will to get right. it or not. But I think everyone That's should the do key. their own research. They need to look and see what the ingredients are, where it comes from and like how quickly this is a human experiment. We're all under until 2023. I think that's when it ends, right? It? I don't know. The human trials end in 2023. So Human at, trials for the vaccine? Yeah. Oh. It's, it's going on right now. Hmm. So they don't have any known side effects. I mean, they know them, but they're not divulging them. No one knows the, the uncertain risks because they're not divulging. Now, I don't know anything about what actually goes into a vaccine, but my understanding was it's just a portion of the virus. This is not really a vaccine. It's actually a DNA alteration. Yeah, it's an mRNA vaccine. Right, right? so it's yeah. not a vaccine, though, because it's made so differently. But it's a simulated, right? Like, they simulate the DNA of... So a, I have like, no idea. So, like, yeah. typically vir- like, typically vaccines will use, like, a live virus. That's, like, originally what vaccines were, how yeah. they were made. And then you would get a small amount of the live virus, and you would be... You would get, grow antibodies, and you would be immune to the virus. But, you know, the more, you know, they've made vaccines and the more additives and preservatives that they put into vaccines, they are literally act as poisons to the human body, some of them. And so um, that's where some of the problem lies, for sure. But and like she's talking about, this is a brand new type of vaccine, right? That's just mRNA. Um, mm-hmm. What do you call it? mRNA MR- changes their mRNA or DNA, right? It's just Yeah, it's an mRNA um, gene alteration is really what it is. It's a... It's, it's changing and it's, it's kind of hijacking your own system to attack itself. It kind of, it activates the immune system rather than targeting a specific virus. So right. it, it literally just turns on your immune system to fight off whatever is there, is the idea. Yeah. And there's all this new information regarding um, 
what is that called that Fauci is like was connection to that? Um, oh, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Yeah, but he was like funding that research for he, the yeah, the he, beta beta alamine beta. No, it's the, it was the uh, the he was actually funding coronavirus research yeah. in Wuhan, right? But it was oh, like, I didn't know about in. I know that he is he funds research that also looks at these viral infections so it like was that. the national institute of health that he was in head of that he headed that funded the wuhan institute of virology in this coronavirus um what do they call it um can't think of the word but it's um use of function beta function oh, yeah use of gain, function it's the gain, gain of function, of function, gain of function. Okay. so they're they're you know they're giving money to this institute to do tests on viruses to see how you could i guess how to treat it or something like that you know, um, but in actuality, it was actually them seeing how they could make it more effectively spread. The actual virus that they were injecting into people wouldn't actually prevent them from um, not getting themselves, but they would actually give it to them and help it spread to others. That's the whole gain of function thing. So it's it's being spread to people that are becoming vaccinated once, two times. Uh, they are then little transmitters of this virus, but worse, you know, it's like, it's kind of like a weird, weird concept, but there's a lot of people talking about it in the medical community that are questioning what's going on and how he is actually related um, in, in funding this information. And he's guilty as all get out. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not, it's bad news bears. Yeah, I got to look into that more. I have heard that he has, he's a big player in that line of research and that he's provided a lot of funding along the same And did you line. hear uh, there was a bunch of emails that just got uh, published for, uh, from Anthony Fauci through a freedom of information request. And so a bunch of emails just came out regarding Anthony Fauci and how he lied to the American people, how like people were, you know, at the, at the beginning of this virus were they were saying it looks like it's engineered, you know, um, and these were in the emails that were sent to him. So it looks like there's a lot more to it you know, than than what was originally told. Yeah. So, yeah, now people are starting to kind of accept that, oh, maybe this this wasn't a natural virus. Maybe there was a little manipulation involved. And that was that came out at the very beginning and that got, you know, shut they down. They suppressed it. Yeah. Shut down. For, yeah. And so now it's like, oh, that was true. <laughs> Which is it's scary that it's scary how easy it was for that to happen it's, for them to just yeah, shit on they that can idea censorship and try to anything it. they want i mean like yeah. we see with the you know with the vaccine stuff too it's just, it's gone from well, the mainstream you know they, anything they don't want you know passed along any message they don't like that's what they have the power to do now working in the hospital have you seen kind of the the dark side of of covid you know affecting these people um mostly i worked on a unit where i did see some of um the the covid in the very beginning and i mean it there were some serious cases um it was mostly people that already had things going on too mm -hmm. um and those so, underlying conditions yeah and so you know i i didn't work too closely with those patients but um you know it didn't seem like we were like overwhelmed maybe at a couple points you know during it, there was a, an influx, but for the most part, it didn't seem too crazy, at least where I worked, you know, but I didn't work in the IC or anything like that where mm -hmm. they get some of the more serious cases. But so I didn't notice, uh, 
I guess, a ton of change. Other than in the, in the very beginning when it was the hospitals were empty because they were you know, not doing elective surgeries and stuff. That was just pretty weird, you know, at the beginning of the, the pandemic. But um, no, uh, it didn't seem all that crazy. I mean, just a lot of changes, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the biggest issue is going into those rooms is like you have to isolate, you know, put on the, the PPE protective gear and all that, which just makes it a lot harder. Yeah, that must have been crazy. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's not too bad up there right now. Has it kind of calmed down? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we never had that many cases to begin with. Right. right? It was never like we weren't ever overrun. Yeah. Like, so we were pretty good. And along that same line, the respirators that they had, the ventilators, yeah, Uh, respirators. Well, same thing kind of thing. Yeah. The ventilators that they put people on and then they realized, oh, wait, this is actually doing a lot more harm than I had a conversation with someone the other day about that and they had not heard that they weren't using the ventilators anymore. And I was like, I was talking to them and I was like, you, you know, like they realized, Oh, these are actually like, once you put somebody on a ventilator, they're not really coming off. Right. And they were like, no, I, I hadn't heard. They kind of looked at me like, are you crazy? What is happening? And I was I've like, heard what? that. I've read that too. Yeah. And so it's to be fair, I haven't fact checked that, but that I've read, I've, I've heard that from, a few articles. from medical doctors as well too, though. And it's, it's something along the lines of your body is not absorbing the oxygen. So pushing more oxygen into your lungs is not going to make you absorb it any faster. Mm-hmm. And then your lungs shut down because they don't you're damaged. You're actually damaging. Yeah. Too. Yeah. How yeah. crazy? I mean, how crazy there was that huge push where we're building, which to be fair, Nobody, again, nobody knew what this was going to be in the beginning. Right. So in the, in the beginning, that was probably the right move to get the, the, you know, the ventilators. But, you know, as we learn. You know, yeah. How many we, people would still be here if that hadn't happened? Yeah. I think that's also, have you ever heard of like the ventilators also being used for all the kids that are coming out from underground? Like it was just kind of a big, huge push to actually make, have them be available. I heard, I mean, that was back in the spring, I guess, a while ago. I did hear some, a little bit about yeah. that. Not too much. But... Kids from underground. What? Yeah, all these um, Save the Children uh, rescue operations that are all have been going on for the last few years. And especially uh, underground. Have you heard about those? I have not. Just about like the, the human trafficking that is worldwide at this point. Oh. Um, Being shut this down. isn't like the Pizzagate thing. Is it? It's in, it's incorporated. Okay. Yeah. But just human trafficking in general. Yeah, that's definitely a that's that's a real that's a thing. Yeah. Serious yeah. issue. And so it was partly to do with that. Yeah, yeah. So that's all those like um, respirators or ventilators. Uh, they have been used to help all these children who've been down in these dumps, under down underground, um, under these like a few miles down underneath the cities and. The dumbs are all connected a few miles down underneath the hole. Do you know what the dumb is? A deep underground military base. Thank you. So just so you know. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, because I was like, wait, yeah. I was trying to figure that out. I was like, what so are we? I thought you were saying dome. Military. And then I was like, yeah. no, it's not. She's not saying dome. Deep yeah, underground it's a military dumb. base. It's an dumb. acronym for a deep underground military base. Okay, wait, hold up. These things, up. they're real too. <laughs> so this is, uh, I believe that the military yeah, yeah. definitely has bases underground, but they're having, they're storing kids down there. Yeah. For the purpose of. Well, you have to look. It's like generations of of people have been down there for a very long time, um, for the use of very different things. But you know, trafficking them throughout the world um, has been happening um, because of the demand for. It's it's a very dark subject, so it's not something. I mean, for the faint of heart, you really have to kind of go. You know what? I'm gonna learn about, you know. 
childhood trafficking and or just human trafficking and seeing what this is all about and then just kind of go in at your own rate because it does get very dark. Um, but there were ventilators for kids on these rescue operations that were um, uh, being rescued and having them come up. They would have to, they would get like the bends because they would never been out in sunlight. They'd never breathed real oxygen because they're down in caves and like it's underground, you know, there's no sense of real sun. So they're really ill. Um, so a lot of them didn't make it and the, the, those that did went on these uh, ventilators to help them breathe and rehabilitate and to being on the surface. They're being rescued by who? These were actually military operations that were carried yeah. out um, by actually many different countries. Trump actually talked about it. It was back in like, I want to say March or April last year, May, something like that mm -hmm. during those those few months. He like when he was coming out with his briefings, he would talk about it. He was saying, you know, we're we're working on these military operations in the you know Gulf of Mexico, Caribbean, and saving a lot of trafficked people. New York City. I mean, like they're New all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's definitely going on and uh, the West our Coast. military plus other military has helped in a huge operation last year. Oh, so these aren't, these aren't military bases in the U.S. They well, are. some of, yeah, oh. they are. I mean, All over. people are being trafficked throughout the world. So they are on military, you know, in these places in, in the United States, but also throughout the world and they're trafficked throughout the world but as well. But it's not to say this, there's a good military, bad military, right? Like there's, there's been right. corrupted <clears throat> military, um, Areas. I mean, I don't know. I don't. Honestly. I don't know much about that. But I, yeah. I can't go talk too much about it because I haven't done extensive amounts, and I don't know. I'm not, of course, um, military, but um, but there is a lot of information to find out about the subject, and it's, you know, it's like I said, it's, not it's, it's yeah, it's 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 you know, if if it's something new, it's definitely a lot of information, a lot of dark stuff that's going to change your mind about things, probably maybe, um, but it's just the systematic, you know abuse of these children and just it's gone on for a long long time i mean hollywood people just is don't know about it with this pedophilia exactly uh, it's, it's all it's huge in hollywood right now there. you know yeah it, it has been the sex trafficking yeah the pedophilia and and even the topic of adrenochrome you know that's plugged in there as well how does that adrenochrome okay okay adrenochrome is the the spinal fluid or something from it's children the, right? the pineal gland it's the blood it's the blood just just the blood so it's in it, it, it well it's a specific it's specific type of blood it's it's where like the the hormones released within the blood when they're tortured um it pr produces a really high high um adrenaline count within the blood and that is like the fountain of youth for people that consume it so it's like at a high level of fear, it produces adrenaline. But it's so, only in children. Well, no, it's not only in children, but I believe it's like more potent or something in children. In children. So it can, I mean, it happens to adults, I'm sure too. But like when, you know, if you're high levels of fear, your body pumps a ton of adrenaline and then you consume the blood that's full of adrenaline and it gives you like rejuvenated, like, you know, it properties. Right. It, and this also ties back into... Wuhan, China, because uh, this facility that the COVID outbreak came out of was a giant adrenochrome facility that was that was making it to send out in ships at worldwide. Synthetic. Synthetic. Yeah. But see, who is how? Because I'm listening to this, and it's like my line of thinking is like, okay, yes, yeah, sex trafficking, like that's a real, like that's there's you don't question that, like that's mm -hmm. a real problem, mm -hmm. yeah. like you could do that, but then the jump from that to them. To people like torturing kids for 
for the blood. Injuries. It's yeah, not maybe that big blood. of a jump. I mean, if you're. But it sounds a little far fetched, doesn't it? Oh, it, totally it might does. sound. Yeah, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. It sounds far fetched to somebody who hasn't heard of that type of thing. Yeah. But if you actually look into it, there's truth to it. Yeah. But how do you know there's truth to it? I think that's what I, I, mean, I think we touched on that last time too. It's like, how do you know when, when I like mean, the, when you cross the line from what is true to what is speculative to what is just some but guy what do, on the what internet? do we really know? That's 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 a good so, point. So I mean. When you when you you know hear a bunch of people talking about this, or when you see a bunch of information about it, and it's not mainstream, so you're gonna have to search it out. But there's this, and you you hear the stories of the people who were sex trafficked, and so I mean that's not adrenochrome, but I mean you hear you just hear things on the internet, and like you can't maybe know everything is true, but when you hear enough people talking about the same things, it's like hmm, something's to it. You yeah. know, there's something to this. Yes. And no, because if you have 1% of the population talking about something, I think we could agree that like 1% of people might just be spinning stories for fun. Yeah. I mean, and that's a lot of people. 1% right, of the population is a right. lot of people to just talk about one thing. Sure. I mean, but I mean, I mean, writers that am I, am no, I, you're, no, you're, no, you're, I think you're right. But as far as like, I pe- think I'm just people, struggling with this. Cause I know that pe- like, I'm trying to play devil's yeah, advocate. So let me know. kind of like, so yeah. people have a lot, like people like to, the theories on the right, let's say conspiracy theories, you mm-hmm. know, they like to put it down. Like that's not true and really hard through the media and stuff like that. But when you look at what the left is promote, not, I mean, generally the left, I would say, um, a lot of the things they say are not truthful. So because, you know, you know, they lie all the time. And when there's a conspiracy on the other side that goes against that, then there's like, oh, that's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah. And when, how often does the other side lie? And we just don't look at it or mm-hmm. it's just, so that's kind of what I have point. a problem with. You know, it's like <clears throat> the right is never believed and the left is always believed. This is such a good point because, you know, my husband was even saying yesterday, he's like, that he just told me another story that was unbelievable that the, like say Biden was talking about. And I'm like, how are people believing this stuff? And it's like, they just have to keep perpetually lying to keep this whole thing going. Because if they stop the lies, then that's more like, then people will sit through it. So it's like perpetual lying is really what is the matrix. So we're in this matrix of reality under this illusion that everything's real when everything's not real because everything's told to us as lies. So my, the, like what I love referring to say is like anything that the government tells you to do, do the opposite. Like I think I said that last time. Like it's so true because like in this instance, like, oh, well, like, oh, that's conspiracy theory. That's basically saying, don't look into that. Look into this. Like to believe what we're telling you and don't believe anything. That's totally crazy shit. And and when in fact, in most conspiracy theories, I do have facts in reality, in real reality, and that's not funded by, you know, the deep state. So, so it's intertwined. Yeah, I mean, you know, like we just uh, talked about, you know, the uh, the theory about where this originated in Wuhan came out in the very beginning and it was pooped on as a conspiracy theory. And then, oh, that was true. So it happens a lot that way, too, it seems like. Yeah, but what about something like Flat Earth? Uh, that to me, that just sounds ridiculous, but yeah, but yes. Right. Right. But there are people out there who would push that just as hard and with as much energy. But I would say that's easily provable that we could say the earth's not flat. 
Okay, that's true. Well, I mean, who's that's to true. say it's not hollow? You know, like there's Agartha. There's like the the whole sure. realm of inter life, and like there's inter realms within our Earth. Just like what is that? Um, that old story, um, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Oh right. Yeah. You know, based on actual reality. Like, whew, what if that's true? You know, <laughs> an Admiral Bird flying in, flying in, into the North Pole, flying in and around, and having stories. Uh, on his return of going into the inner earth. Who is Ad- Admiral Byrd? Admiral Byrd, sure. he was a pilot back in World War II. Um, and he did a little press conference talking about it all. And um, yeah, it's it's fun to look up and in, look into. So that's another... There's just so much. The, the problem is for anyone trying to wade through whatever bullshit that they feel is in front of them. The problem is, is there's so much information that there's no foreseeable end right you could start out with the pursuit okay maybe the government is lying about the covid vaccine Mm -hmm. and then you go down and then then, okay well maybe they're lying about the adrenochrome as well like where where's the point that you hit because there is no point that you hit that's that's (laughs) scary i mean but then how do you not how do you not get lost into how do you not let your imagination run wild into everything is because is a problem once you're you start really expanding your consciousness you're gonna get to a point of having these new recognitions new recognitions as being truthful to you so you don't care what else is going on in the world but your consciousness is growing to the point where it doesn't resonate at that level what is being taught on the television you know Mm -hmm. and you you see through it so you're like the more you expand in consciousness, the more you're going to start questioning your reality and seeing it differently, because you're going to have new, um, say, newer perspectives come in that you didn't have before, and that's ever expanding as we grow in consciousness, and that's what we're in the midst of. You know, the Great Awakening is the mm-hmm. the growth of consciousness in humanity, and we're expanding and alarming. Like ever since 2012, really, we've been like catapulting. You know, and it's really fun. And that's why everything's shaking up right now. And it's just being, there's the light and dark on the planet is there's really like this war on consciousness. And that's really what it is. It's war on who can we control? Who can we, who can we trap in this box of control with all of our, like, um, our tools, our you know, messaging, our you know, yeah. propaganda, all of them, the, you know, you like know. the food and the, the, the chemicals in the food, the chemicals in the water, chemicals in the air. How can we like literally injure the population enough to where they don't question authority, where they don't question what's being told to them and don't have them think outside the box, heaven forbid. And then that's why the censorship is so huge right now. They're doing everything they can to just keep a suppression of these little, this community, the, like the population that's actually being affected right now, you know, the people, the people not knowing and believing authority and saying, okay, yes, I'll do this to my body when I don't know what I'm doing. And I, I just trust that you know that what's best for me. That's where they want everyone. So you've got to kind of, you know, there's so much information out there. You kind of have to choose what you want to believe, what seems most real to you. It's like your, like your intuition, like she talked about. And kind of back to, you know, the conspiracy theories versus lies versus the left versus right. You know, it seems like a lot of the things, the messaging from the left is like, believe me, because this is what I tell you to say or, you know, what I'm saying. And then if you if you look at the, you know, a lot of the 
the thing on things on the right are offered as conspiracy, but you have to look into the yourself, you know, because they're not going to promote them. And it's just things you have to search out um, truth and be like, well, do I believe this or do I believe what they're saying? When And you've got to factor in that they lie a lot. We know this. I mean, people like to you know trust their government, but that's a, that's a mistake. Well, I think the problem is, is people lie. Lot. People like to separate out the government right. versus the people, but the people are the government and people lie and people are shitty and people are corrupt and do True. things for nefarious purposes. Right. A lot of people don't even know that they're being controlled and being used as a control. Um, But what if somebody said that? What if, I guess, hypothetically, what if like somebody tried to flip the script and said that about the adrenochrome thing and said, oh, this is all misinformation trying to get people swayed off for whatever reason that they tried to use. Yeah. As like a separate. So it's like a disinformation campaign, but on the opposite side. I mean, I don't know what, what would the messaging, what would the point be of, of the other side of that? Well, so you're saying they use adrenochrome. Well, know, say people are spreading misinformation about, I've heard this, uh-huh. so I'm going to use this one just because it's, yeah, yeah. I've kind of got it on cue, but it's like with COVID, right? It's opposite of, oh, the COVID vaccine is hurting people. There are people who are saying that, oh, the disinformation campaigns against the vaccine are from foreign agencies or whatever to try to get people not to take the vaccine so that. More people die. Hospitals are still overwhelmed. So, blah, blah, blah. but still, what's like? Even if you want to, like, why would you censorship one point of view when you want to let people make their own decisions? If there's information out there and there's disinformation out there, like, let people make their own decision. Ask, let them ask their doctor. Like, it's not up to the government, I don't think, to be like, yes, you need to do this. Yeah, that I agree with. You know, yeah. so it's plain. It's plain as day. Yeah. And really, when you step back and question, what is the motive? Uh, you'll find that it's it's very clear. It's not clear to me. I'm always so lost. Well, I'll go no, down I these love, I'll I go down it. these rabbit holes and then I I have a little pep talk with myself and I'm like, what are you What are you doing? It's four in the morning. You're on YouTube. Get <laughs> off this. You're You're crazy. Like, yeah. let's just go to bed. Reconvene in the morning. That's really cool because you know what Ben was so similar to yourself actually i was like, so you didn't just, start out you didn't start out i did not down this line how no. did you, what so, kind like, of sold you on it <laughs> well amy's kind of been this way for a long time and so i was i think how long ago was it i think it was just like a couple of years ago i just started questioning things it was mostly you know from well, talking to amy about a bunch of stuff and you know i have another buddy who who's talks about he believes the same things and I know these people, they're not crazy, <laughs> you know? So it's like, she do, they do their research and uh, it started with like, um, most she tried to get me, you know, to sway away from vaccines and she was always talking about vaccines and I finally watched uh, Vaxxed, you know, that was- I gotta like, watch this movie, it keeps coming yeah, out. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and mm-hmm. so it was like, damn, <laughs> you know, what are we doing here? It kind of, it goes into the history of vaccines and what we're doing and like, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was really the first thing that kind of got me off vaccines. Um, and then you just start questioning things. Honestly, the big, one of the big things for me was like, cause I, I thought I knew how things were, you know, but you know, I was visiting a friend back, back East and we just started talking. Cause I, I didn't, I was honestly an atheist like a couple of years ago and now I'm not, you know, um, it was getting me to realize that the universe is huge and like like for me it was like something created the universe like whatever it was like something it's not just like poof for me at least 
So I'm like, if something's bigger than me and created something this complex, like, what do I really know? And so, and then you start to, I started to go into religion and kind of the history of that. And then the stories throughout that. And from there, like for the moment I realized I didn't know things and I just wanted to learn more. It was just like eye opening. It's like, and it, it happened so quickly too. And I, at that point I, I, I realized YouTube. <laughs> and so you just, you can do so much, you can get deep into stuff, you know, with, with information, just history, how much history they don't tell us, how much, you know, how much, how many things I just realized you go through school, they tell you what they want you to learn and they don't want you to question it. And so the more you question it, the more you realize you're not told everything, <laughs> essentially. That's what got me started. Well, you're definitely, yeah, they definitely omit some things. A ton of things. <laughs> <laughs> was there ever a point, though, where you felt like maybe you were going too far, like you you swung the pendulum back a little no. bit too much? No. It was no, all honestly, it. it felt like, give me as much as I can. Because it was like, and it's not all conspiracy. It's just information, like history information, like from literal books. You know, I guess that's what we learn in school. But I mean, there's a lot of books that were written by people that we don't learn in school. So there's just so much information in this world history, you know, what governments have done to their people. So, and that's just eye-opening too, when you don't realize that yet, or when you haven't really learned that history. Yes, yes. And so you're there's like, wow, a, there's a lot out there they? that people need to look into. Yeah. But at the same time, I keep going back to this because I feel like it's important. There are a lot of things that are written and put into books and put into documentaries or films or whatever that isn't true i mean yeah. you can make sure do you guys know about like critical race theory uh, yeah i'm trying to work through that because <laughs> no. it just at face value for me like it just seems like bullshit yeah what are we what are we doing here yeah but that to some people that is that's just as real as like that's their <clears throat> research like I that know. when they say oh i yeah. did my research they cite that just that. seems objectively morally wrong to me but somebody could say the same thing about anti-covid vaccine or i don't think that's the i don't think that's a direct correlation i don't think that's a moral question as far as like yeah if you bring morality into it but okay what about the 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 dump the ump what was it the, the dumbs dump? the dumbs yeah like that that's a moral that kind of plays on the moral strings right. a little bit more definitely so you could say that is anti just like how you would cite critical race theory like people are going to pick I people mean, are going to pick the of, research that like, they want that kind of backs up what they feel, you know? Anything that's being pushed by the government to be in, enticed and put into a curriculum in school is not the way to go. So, I mean, like you said, I mean, everybody everybody can lie. Everybody can write what they want in the book. And the government, I mean, it does that wherever you learn it from, somebody wrote it, right? Yeah, but time out. That wasn't pushed by the government. That was pushed by by vocal people and then the government did it to appease those groups that's but i'm, I'm not necessarily talking about just those things mm -hmm. i'm talking about things just things in general too no. you know. the never never is the government going to endorse something that they don't have some like um and they're not invested in they're invested in this for a reason and it didn't i don't i don't know where it came from but they're not going to be invested in this thinking it's a good thing for humanity Oh, that we need to do this and put this into our public schools because this is good for humanity. Does anyone think that's going to be the end result? Are we talking about critical theory? Yeah, right? critical okay. race theory. Well, I think they think 
It is. I think they maybe I'm a little more idealistic in yeah. my in my wishes. I've but. yeah, I've just be, I've I've come to realize more and more that I mean, some people are idealistic, but a lot of people aren't and they don't want the best thing, you know, so necessarily. Um, and what I, happened? I thought you were believing in the best in people. Well, I do, but I don't. There's definitely not good people out there, there's too. There's been a I lot mean, of corruption going on. So until we come back to being super pure. <laughs> like not everybody's like, pure, right? No. So, <laughs> not um, everyone is, of course. But like I think that people like to try to be as far as like be the best human possible, right? But that doesn't correlate with being um, in, in, enticing and investing in like having critical race theory. It's more divide. <laughs> and you were kind of wanting to bring up as well, like, you know, like you're saying, anybody can write a book, anybody can say whatever they want. Yeah, you can make up your own facts and, and spew them as gospel, you know? Right. Yeah. So, like, you got to look at the, like, the government, people, whatever you want to look at, they can, they can use whatever source they want you to learn from. So it may not be the true source. Like, so just, just, I guess just question things is my, the biggest message. Just like, you know, they tell me this, maybe that's true. You know, but if you look at other, you know, other sources, you know, and, and a lot of maybe a lot of things they say are true. But if you look at other sources, you get different angles on things and just I don't know. It was just it's very eye opening. And just the more I just wanted to learn more just because I I realized I didn't know anything. I don't know. You had to relearn. You had to, like, teach yourself. I mean, I knew what I knew, but I didn't know, like any like what i didn't know do you know what i mean it's just like there's so much information that you just don't know and the more you learn about it the more it gives you like a bigger picture about like what's really been going on throughout history kind of like if you look at uh like we are pretty much right now <laughs> where the roman empire was before collapse like they were doing a lot of the same things in their society that we're doing now and it collapsed so like we're reliving history you know, and we we got to look at what happened in, in Germany, too, in 19, you know, the World War Two, what as far as the um, the discrimination, what's happening right now, as far as, you know, the anti-vax or not anti-vaxxers, but people who don't want the vaccines or people who are questioning the narrative, um, you know, and just just it seems like uh, the more people are getting divided, um, discrimination and like racism is coming back. And that's. That's a huge problem. And so we that happened in history. And so it's happening again. And so we realize it's bad. Like we know it's bad. And so that's why we want to change the direction. And that's the precise point they want because of the rising consciousness. Because this is their antidote for us rising in consciousness. We are naturally wanting to work together. We're wanting to unify. We're wanting to have solutions. We're wanting to have like, you know so many other like out of the box thinking um opportunities and ideas and resources for the population to expand and grow together but this is their like you know throwing a wrench in the whole problem by making people not working together and in fighting and and not seeing eye to eye because of this programming it's all it is is programming if we literally turn off the television, you will not be programmed anymore. You will have, you'll make up your own mind. You'll be a free thinker. It's seriously true. So if we could literally like reduce the amount of information coming into our world um, via like newspaper and um, the news, especially the mainstream news, because, you know, I found that even local 
news agencies are not wanting to share untruthful information. From my own experience and a number of people that I've spoken to as well that have been covered by the news and they didn't report on them and, and share their truthful information. Like it was omitted and not expressed at all. So we have a whole lot of like misrepresentation going on. And if we can just like seriously step back and start like figuring things out by ourselves, questioning what's going on and just digging our own, um, digging for answers by ourselves, I think everyone will get there. And, and that's how you free. It's just how you free yourself. It's just the, the less you just listen and follow what they tell you to do and like learn your own information, the better off you are. Yeah. But well, see, that's good advice. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, everybody, you should question things and you should do your own research. You should always, yeah, and challenge your own ideas. But I mean, there's not, there's not a but to that. That's, that's like the takeaway. Mm -hmm. But you can go too far, I think, you know, and people get lost. And I think that's, I, I def, what, yeah, I think that's what worries the, and again, maybe this ties into the idealistic self. Um, is that they want the idea behind censorship is that they want to protect people from going down those paths and like For why? Right, there's no there's no well, what's point the to protect people from going down those paths. I agree. I agree. Like I people think, need like, to be able to learn what they want to learn. I mean, you can't censor it. Like you can obviously they do, but like censorship is just harmful. Yeah. Is that a message out there that you shouldn't do? Like you shouldn't um, go too far down the rabbit hole or well, like. I w what I was going to say is like, would you rather people question things too much or not at all? And I would say question it too much. I think, I think both can be dangerous. I would agree. Cause I think if people question things but, too much, you can get like what happened on Capitol Hill where, or not Capitol Hill, but like that guy that stormed the pizza place with a gun trying to save the kids that he thought were in the basement. Like that could that's be. That's just random, maybe random person though. Right. I mean. Yeah. But he. He you believes could argue, something. Yeah, you could argue he believes something and he questioned something a little bit. He fell a little bit too far. So let's just say, what if that person had a mental mental illness? Do you want to, you know, prevent people with mental illness from learning things? Or do you want to protect everybody from learning things? Like, it's just, there's no benefit to censorship. I don't think you can harness people that way. You, I don't think you can protect, protect them that way. It just does more harm than good. I agree with that. I think you yeah. have to let, you have to put all the information out there. And I think you are going to lose some people. Some people are going to go off the deep end. Sure. Mm -hmm. Some people are going to not want to do the research for themselves. And I get yeah. that. Mm -hmm. But I think that when you start to restrict information, that's when you start pushing people deeper. Because, right. oh, if they censored, you know, if they were hiding this and this turned out to be true, which some things do happen that way, what else are they lying about? Yeah. And then right. you start stumbling down that path and it's like okay well they lied about this they lied about that they lied about mm -hmm. so yeah. what is this. the point of censorship if they're not lying to you i think i think it comes from good intentions because I, I think don't. you see if you see a flat earth video and you're like this is just this is bullshit like yeah. the earth is not flat let's just remove this video because we don't want to risk somebody seeing it and maybe thinking that it's true so I we're just gonna so take what, it what do you think about the first amendment then Freedom of expression, freedom of speech. I think that they should leave up. I think everything should be out there. So I would argue that it should be against the law to censorship, to censor these views. I don't think YouTube and Facebook and Google should be able to censor anything because they're they right now they're protected by Section 230, but they're acting as publishers because they're censoring the information. Mm -hmm. So they should not be protected. You can't censor. That's the First Amendment.
Right. Like, I've heard the argument that they should be treated like utilities. I've heard that too, and I agree. I think, yeah, I think it makes sense. Yeah. I think they're too big now. I've heard the argument, you know, can you censor uh, what people talk about over the telephone? No, you can't. That would be so crazy. Right? Can, like, it's if just someone the same just thing. answers mid call. Oh, no, you can't talk about that. We're it's the same thing. You. It's like you're trying to message somebody and they're in- intercepting your messages. Yeah, the it's slippery like, part is that it's a private business. Right, but right now they're protected it's by a certain private. law that's supposed to protect the people, and it's not protecting the people. Yeah, they're definitely gaming the system. Right, and they're, the government's not going to do anything to help the people. It doesn't seem like. Do you think that... I See, I look at that such the clusterfuck that it is, and I... I, I just think that it's, you know, we have these people who are in the Senate and in in these positions of power right now that just don't understand the technology. And I, so how I think are they that's supposed a huge make, problem, too. Yeah, yeah. How are they supposed to make laws governing and protecting people when they don't even understand the ramifications of what is right. happening right now? I totally agree that's a problem. <laughs> but there's something needs to be done about the big tech. Oh, yeah. Censorship, like Section 230, whether or not it needs repealed or fixed or whatever but can you explain section 230 because i don't so as far as i know about it um it protects platforms from being sued by people who post on their platform so if somebody posts something that's like inflammatory or racist or whatever and then somebody can't sue facebook for that person's post but they're supposed to censor in good faith so they're not supposed to censor political speech. They're not supposed to censor those things, but they are. And they're being protected by Section 230, which is allowing them to do it. Because that that essentially makes them a platform versus a publisher. Because like the New York Times is a publisher, so they're not protected by Section 230. But Facebook selects what stories they want on their site. And they're acting as so they're acting as a publisher, but they're still protected by Section 230, which means that the people get censored and can't fight back against it. Because mm-hmm. it's protecting Facebook from being sued. So if, if they're not protected by Section 230 anymore, that would open up anybody to sue Facebook if they censor them. And that's actually what's happening in Florida right now. Like these, these, these states that are... Facebook? Well, no. So these, oh. uh, these, law, these states are passing anti-censorship laws. So Florida right now passed the anti-censorship law. So any... Uh, I think it's anybody can sue um, and they will actually... They say you will get damages. You will get money. You know, if they censor you, you can sue. Yeah. So especially with politicians and stuff. I mean, you know what they did with Donald Trump? They completely removed him. That's so crazy. While he, he was still president. While like he was. Can is... you, how, how insane is that? So this will protect people like him or other a lot of other politicians, too. I mean, it's happened to Congress people, too. They just get censored off Twitter. Yeah. And that's literally cutting off their base. Like, that's how they communicate with people. So it's yeah. it's just insane that they're allowed to do it. Yeah, that's when you know the whole thing is rigged. Yeah, and so then obviously that promotes the politicians that they want to promote and not the opposite. It censors the politicians they don't like. Mm-hmm. So that's how you get political corruption too. Yeah, and the rigged election results mm-hmm. should be coming out soon. It's really interesting about the audit and stuff going on. Have you heard anything about that? The Arizona audit. You guys think that Trump actually won? Yeah. I do. I do. <laughs> By a, a landslide. I think they, they rigged it. They even came out after the election and said they ensured the victory. <laughs> Did you see that article that came out? Mm. They're like, no, they're after the election, like, yeah, we admitted we fortified the election. Like, if you look up, like, look up an article, just like, uh, Democrats fortify election or something like that. And it, it's literally an article that came out right after the election. 
And I think it was even like the New York Times or something. It was just like, ha ha, essentially is what the article says. And I know I do, I do believe he was uh, he was cheated out of that election. For what 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 led you to believe that? You were talking about the, just, the I, results coming out soon. What is that? I just mean I think uh, I think Trump won the oh, election rather than Biden. The ballot. The ballots. I think there are there's with the audits going on with all of the you know admittedly fraud that's happening. Um, it just seems like they took advantage and, uh, shut it down as soon as he won. No one can question it now, you know, it, that's just the way it looks to me. Um, it seems like just a ton of people just voted because they hated Trump too, but. Well, yeah, but does that mean it was rigged? It's something to look into. It's something sure. to look into, but it's, it's, it sounds like, um, the audit in Arizona and maybe other states may overturn the election in those states. I hadn't heard anything about yeah, that. Yeah, it's going on yeah. right now. Yeah. When do those results get published? Pretty soon, I believe. Um, I was just listening to an article or a podcast the other day about it, and uh, he said probably maybe within maybe this month. I don't know exactly when, but it's uh, it'll be interesting. Because I mean, can you imagine if it comes out that a few states maybe the elections were wrong? Like what will that, that mean? Would be so what would that crazy. mean for the country? That would like, be so crazy. Like oh, he actually won. So like, but what? What do you do? Like if 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 that were to come out, the Democrats aren't going to believe it. Of course, the Republicans are going to be like, "We told you so," and then the other sides be like, "No, you're lying. We're not going to accept this." So it's just going to turn into a mess, whatever happens. But so I don't know what happens. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we'll why see would what... they rig it just to get Trump out? Yeah. I mean, they didn't like anything he was doing. He was progressively, um, well, he's not controlled by the deep state. So he is of the light and deep state is corrupt. And once, you know, they're for the depopulation of the earth, you know, like they want the new world order to be in place. So this is like the, you know, the puppeteers that are running Biden. And you saw what happened. I mean, as soon as, you know. Trump gets out of office, Biden signs like what, 45 executive orders or something like within the first few days, like to repeal it's, everything it's, a, it's a record yeah, to repeal everything Trump did. Yeah. So it's like, obviously they, they hated what he did. They hated him. And so they were doing anything they can to get him out of office. Yeah. Like literally they, they, I mean, the Russia hoax, they, for three years that they tried to make us believe that was absolutely false. Like, yeah, it's just plain as day. To, I mean, as far as the lies and how much they wanted him out of office. How would they cover, how would they, how would they, I guess I don't really understand how they would rig the election though. Yeah, that's there's, I mean, I don't understand all the technology behind it, but there's, I mean, these ballot boxes are connected to the internet when they're not supposed to be. Like you hear, like with this Arizona audit, there were, you know, there were votes that may have been counted for, uh, for Biden because of folds in the in the voting ballot, like the ballot thing, like there's all kinds of errors that took place that were giving votes and switching votes. I mean, I've, I've heard reports on it too. So, I mean, believe what you want to believe, but these are professionals doing these audits, you know, so. It's going to cause further divide. It's just going to cause further divide. Cause I think most people are pretty much, whether you think Trump won or not, most people have accepted Biden's the president at this point, you know, so it's, it'll be interesting to see how it goes if that comes out. If that comes out and it is true, I mean, it's it's, it's like so nothing crazy. like this has ever happened. So, that would be right? so crazy. It would. Honestly, I I really do believe that's what happened. But 
That's what I believe. I thought so. they already went through and certified Mm-mm. the results, though. Well, they can no. certify them. It doesn't mean they did an audit. Okay. All the, the governor has to be, yep, certified. So what goes into an audit? Apparently what they're, they're doing right like now in Arizona is, yeah, they're going through and they're looking at each ballot and three different people will count each ballot. And so if two of them get the same result, that's what they'll go with. So that's apparently how they're doing their process in Arizona. And the numbers are skewed a little bit the numbers are than skewed what reported. A bit. <laughs> yeah. And so the guy I was listening to, I forget his name, but he was, uh, well, he was on uh, Tim Cast as the guy I listened to, but uh, he was saying... Um, that there were multiple states that were possibly going to come out with this information that the elections like were wrong in those states, like the numbers. So whether or not that's entirely truthful and that comes out, that's one thing. But if it does, it's be like, whoa, Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's when and nobody wanted to believe any of this shit when it first came out, you know, and he that filed the lawsuits and of course those all got shut down, but yeah. Yeah. What do you say? Oh, I just that's going to lead to if this were to come out and become more of like an issue, that's right before this would come out would be when a false flag event would happen. Right. I mean, much like when 9-11 happened, there was a sh- there was going to be a ton of information going to be disclosed to the American public. The 9-11 happens and it was funding. That just it's a whole mess and a can of worms. Do you think that 9-11 was was done by the government? Yeah. Inside job. Inside job. Inside job. I was going to say inside job. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah. that one is, listen, I, it's very, the big. JFK one is suspicious. Mm-hmm. That one just doesn't really line up. If you look at it, 9-11, the only thing that holds me up, and I have done no research into it because I just accepted the, you know, the Most narrative. people did. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that, what, there was like $10 million or something that went missing and they had to account for it and. Then that happened, and like, all the files can. Like, I was watching this thing on the nine eleven too, and it's supposedly like the morning of nine eleven, like later, later after the attacks took place, there was supposed to have been like some meeting at the World Trade Center that, like, I could be wrong, but I, I thought I remember hearing like the United States was like paying off their, they would finally be debt free or something at this point, and then nine eleven happened. So, I mean, I could be wrong about that, but I thought I watched a documentary and I thought I remember hearing that. So there's just a lot of like weird things, there's weird, you know, negative things that happen in the, you all know, around that. It's just very weird. Yeah. But see, looking at that one in particular, there's a lot of information that says that it wasn't an inside job too, right? So how do you discern between, okay, I'm going to go this way or I'm going to go that way? Yeah. Um, you just pick. Well, I mean, I believed it That's first happened when it first happened, you know, and then, you know, you just hear more and more people saying that it was an inside job. And so you look into it a little bit and, you know, there's, I don't know. I mean, I don't know hundred percent, but I believe it was an inside job, you know? And you talk about some of the things that happened afterward, as far as after those buildings went down, like they cleaned that shit up and shipped it out and scrapped it before anybody could even look at it. Like they didn't investigate it. Like, and these were like, Preferably, you know, engineers are not engineers, but I mean, uh, demolition people that were, you know, talking about this like after afterward. Mm-hmm. And so, like, lot. why or what are you hiding? Like, in building seven, you hear about that? Yeah, What's building seven. That yeah. was a building that was also collapsed at the same time. So, yeah, it was when towers went down. It was just a few blocks away that housed all of the data, research, information that would have been, I don't even like what it held. It, like, it was just 
a it was lot a, it was of, like a data research it was center. It's a data or research like center that. that was very incriminating for very many reasons. And it was it, it was demoed at the same time as the towers fell. Yeah. Like they planned. Like the it was demo? well, they say it was a planned demo, but it was on this building that like was a data center and had a bunch of information stored there. That literally had like government at the same information. Time. So I was like, hmm, you're probably lying. <laughs> but I mean, you might be lying or whatever, you know, but and then, uh, you know, just another just another point is, uh, you know, the plane that supposedly hit the Pentagon, like no camera footage of that. And just like, how does that happen? I mean, it's just a lot of weird things that just don't really add up. And so, I mean, there's a big book on it by David Icke. Oh, yeah. David Icke. That's David right. Icke wrote a 9-11 book. It's like this big. It's, yeah, it's See, my fear would be I'd read that and then I'd be like, I'd be deep in it. Well, it just makes you have a better understanding. I mean, I have it, it at home. I've read It goes into like the history it. and... Yeah. It's, it's like literally it, but... this big. It's so big. Um, but it goes into history of a lot of things. Because, I mean, the, the, the antennas that go from 9-11 go everywhere and all over around the world. It's so, it's so convoluted. There's it's... just much more to everything than we know. Yeah. Now, do you guys subscribe to the QAnon theory too? Or where do we lie I with that? I followed that for a while. And then, uh, you know, the the more, you know, you'd always hope, you know, you'd think something was going to happen and it didn't happen. So eventually you're just like, okay, it, it, it wasn't true. But um, as far as like, wasn't true. There, not, not that entirely wasn't true, but some of the things that they portrayed were not accurate. But overall, I think the messaging, I think, was good. Even though it's like, oh, conspiracy theory, blah, blah, blah. But like if you actually look at what it promoted, all it was promoting was like unity and togetherness and like pro-country, patriotic. Like there was nothing really – I mean there were there were conspiracy theories and there no doubt. Well, but there was – you know, and a lot of those things end up being true. But there's – you know, a lot of it was just positive messaging too. And so that got overlooked I think. And it, I thought it, br it brought people together I think a lot. Um, the people who followed it gave people hope, you know, that's kind of what it did. Yeah, but didn't pull them. What, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, it brought a lot of insight into the inner workings of the country and on mm. a more like, um, say Intel level the, because of the military aspect of it, because mm -hmm. it was of, um, maybe like a super intuitive, um, intelligence person within the military that was re like relaying this information out to the public. And I wouldn't say it was false, but I wouldn't say it was like, I. It's but what it did was it got people to question. It got people to look and see, yeah. huh, well, they're predicting this and that happened exactly this many days when they said it was going to happen. Like, that's interesting. How in the hell does that happen? So they're using, there's using psychics inside the military. They're using like, um... What's it called when you you're outside of your body and you're doing remote viewing? They they've trained remote viewers to do all sorts of investigative research, um, where you go literally and view somewhere else on the planet in your higher self aspect. So we have all these amazing human abilities that we're not taught to use, but of course, in these uh, when they're used as military versions, there's so much we don't know, and there's so much like that was very insightful, um, in many ways. And I wouldn't say like the predictions all came true, but like they gave a good um, base for what's available. And um, it got people to become more patriotic or become more like 
um, invested in their own sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it basically it promoted think for yourself essentially too. Yeah. It was like, do your own research, think for yourself. You know, I'm here, I'm not here to tell you everything, you know, look, look up for yourself. And yeah. basically that was the, the it's empowering. Impa- exactly. It was empowering. Um, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was a little chaotic too, though, wasn't it? For the people that were on the outside of this movement. Well, I mean, if you're on the outside of it, that doesn't mean you haven't looked into it. I mean, sure, people thought it was a conspiracy theory because that's what the news said it was. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just the, pe- the people who think it's a conspiracy theory haven't looked at a QAnon post. Yeah, but what weren't the people behind the Capitol Hill no. situation? Those weren't QAnon. Those were paid. Those were paid people that were before BLM was ever a thing. That was like you know that was the same actors that were incorporated with the BLM thing. And literally police were just letting people in too. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. There were some people who were violent, but there were people who just walked in too as police. Yeah, I saw a too. weird video of the police just like opening the door. Yeah, for so them. it's not what they're making it sound to be. One like, thing can happen and then another thing is reported. <laughs> you right. know, and that's just don't look here, look there. This is going on over here, but look in here. And this is like the scripted scene we want everyone to be actually be viewing. So... In a lot of ways, it was like, you know, the Truman Show. Like, nope, you're going to look this way and this is going to be your reality. And But actually, this is what's happening. And by, you know, by making it seem like the, it was the QAnon people who, who did that, mm-hmm. you know, you're just making, you know, people fear QAnon supporters, people fear Trump supporters, yeah. and essentially demonize Trump or slash QAnon supporters. How, how do they know that those were paid actors? That's just, upon research, you're going to look and look and look and you'll find the answers. But it's up to your own discernment to come to those conclusions. I'm just throwing it out there as like, oh, well, there's another possibility and you never know. Because what we're told to believe is furthest from the truth. And like literally what violence happened on January 6th other than the police hurting people? I mean, uh, there was one guy who died. They thought it was a, from a, a cop from a fire extinguisher, but it was actually he had a stroke. So that actually wasn't true. Did you hear that? So there was one guy, I think it was a, a police officer, they said, that got killed during it from like a, 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 a fire extinguisher. Turns out He was like was, beating it up. It was false. Was he said. had a stroke. Uh-oh. He said a stroke. He wasn't beaten at no. all? No. They were like, they killed him, but he had a stroke. So it's just, they're... False Can't narrative, you know, they're wanting they're wanting to make it seem like these people were violent when these literally a lot of these people were like they were walking through the Capitol like they were taking selfies with police officers. They weren't there like some people were there to do harm, maybe, but like there wasn't any deaths other than the cop who shot that woman and the guy who died from a stroke. Like as far as I remember, mm. maybe there were more, but like it's not like the riots that happened last summer. Like that's something we haven't <clears> talked <throat> about, but just like, holy shit. Can you, that went away pretty quick too. What do you mean the uh, nobody talks about nobody it talks about it? But there's it's still going on everywhere. I mean not everywhere, but I mean in like Portland and stuff. And they're still rioting up there. Heck yeah, I mean off and on, it's maybe not every so... day, but like it's just insane. And when you look, you know they they riot all summer long and cause billions and billions of damage, and then one thing happens and nobody dies except for the person who they shot. And they're it's like, just... there's an insurrection. It's like. How do you get to that conclusion? It's pure insanity. It's just propaganda. It's just like <clears throat> they want you, they wanted to demonize that section of the public, I believe, to make people fear mm. them more, to make them hate them more, division. Yeah. There's a few people to look up and like to research um, to get more of like a, a more inside view on a lot of these topics and 
you know, I could share that with you um, either now or later. Yeah, feel, share it now so that people, if they want to yeah. look at Well, for first off, for more information on the vaccine, there's Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Uh, she is very vocal on the ins and outs of what's in the vaccines, all of them. She'll, she's a medical doctor and um, she's done an extensive amount of research on this for like 20 years or something, maybe more. Um, and then there's um, a guy named, what's his name? Um, Mike, oh, I can't think of his name. I follow him. He's like an um, ex-military guy who... Um, has inside, you know, information, but then he's an intuitive as well. So he also likes to, um, talk about what currently is happening and he has a huge following. What's um, an intuitive, just intuitive. an intuitive person. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was like, um, let me see. Michael Jaco. Okay. Michael Jaco is his name. J-A-C-O. Yeah. He's pretty good. He's pretty oh, fun to listen to. I've listened to him to. before. I think I have actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's like an every guy, everyday guy, um, but just has like, you know, a little bit of intel from his perspective and then he reads in on it. Was and... he like an ex-Navy SEAL? Yeah. I think mm -hmm. I, I did. I listened to it, a podcast yeah. with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, pretty cool information um, on those two sites. Um, of course, there's so many. There's so many people out there that have really good information but medical wise, like I think the Dr. Tenpenny, it's a really good one to research and um, anyone that she brings on her shows like to listen to, or she does like um, a lot of uh, group podcasts like this, you know, where a numerous panel of doctors are speaking um, just to get more information on what's really going on. It's very important. And Michael Jaco, he talks more about the politics, um, a little bit more and more politics centralized um and it's, it's just good perspectives to take into account in way you know like mm -hmm. what do i believe what do i not believe huh and in like and then there's another person um for like all those that are becoming more and more aware uh and it's called the great awakening right there's um and when you become awake or woke not woke but awake <laughs> you know uh there's a book by april elizabeth that's actually really good for um, people who are just coming aware of maybe the realities are shifting and it's a great guidebook. I wish I had it eight years ago. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like every time we sit down, I feel like my mind just is all over the place, you know, cause it's, there's so yeah, much, there is so much, there's just so much information. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. the, the countless millions of hours of of video or audio that is out there that just it's it can be all consuming you know mm -hmm. and if you if you it's like how do you how do you open the box and then without going too far yeah <laughs> I how get, do you I open the box and close mean. it um, not not necessarily in anything particular but just right there's so much information that if you have an inkling to believe something you can find a million different pieces of evidence for it. Whatever that is. Flat Earth. The moon landing's fake. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Um, and you just got to add your own intuition and Take it with a grain of salt, that. honestly. Yeah. You just take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. You're like, okay, that might be true. Might not. But I think it might be. Or, yeah. you know, based on your current knowledge, you know, you like assess whether that's true or not. And you're not always right. But it's, you know... <laughs> 
You do your best. But really, I mean, if you deep dive, like, he really did sound a lot like you. And questioning everything I ever mentioned to him. And he was always the devil's advocate. I'm like, okay, all right, let's do this for a while. So, you know, and we did it for a number of years. And yeah. and um, look at him now. I know. Like, it's, it's finally you reached, or I reached a point finally where I was just like, all right, I she's onto something probably <laughs> here. Like, and it's just, it's. It's interesting the more you look into it. And, you know, as far as, like, too much out there is just go at your own pace, you know? Just yeah. don't go everywhere at once. Just kind of, I don't know. I mean, because it can be crushing. I mean, it really, if you, once you really do, I mean, my husband said I was like, whoa, 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 like, off the deep end. Because I was, like, consumed. But I was, like, the only person that I thought of and I knew of ever to, like question this reality and I was like I felt so alone and um but I had these like insights and like epiphanies I'm like what in the world is going on and you know and all I did was ask to know more information I literally all I did was I said god I know there's more information and I really want to know what in the world's going on and that was just a blanket statement for you know me going through like health issues or um, questioning certain things in my life. And I'm like, I know there's more. I want to know more. And that declaration, poof, like that literally exploded after that intention was set. And that really is all it is. It's like you set the intention to want to know more, want to realize what's true, what's not. How do I discern? Yeah. You ask those questions and you were given the answers. It's, I felt myself wanting to defend what I knew. And I was like, why? <sighs> Did, I don't know that it's true. Someone taught me it. So I'm like, my, I might as well go look at this information for myself and see if it's true. So that's kind of where I got started. It's yeah. just like, why should I trust what they told me? No reason. And that's Other, crushing. I mean, yeah, it that's is. That's really the worst part about you're the like, whole thing. Damn, did they lie to me my entire life? Mm -hmm. And then you're like, maybe, maybe not, but Have I probably so a lot. Gullible? Like, it just makes you question all of that. Yeah. Because, like, you know, of course, like, everybody writes something you learn always from something. But, like, what, you know, who promotes the books we learn in school? Who's getting the contracts for that? Like, as far as, like, who, the motivation behind what they teach. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't know. I mean, so that's just where I just learn not to trust everything, you know. Not that I don't trust everything, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, like, it makes you want to question more things, you know. And yeah, like the more you realize that, uh, hmm. yeah, there's a lot to learn, but starting with just simple questions, well, you know, and like reading certain types of books or, you know, it's just getting yourself in the right direction and you're, you're honestly, your, your own discernment will cue you on to where to go. Does it get frustrating, um, trying to disseminate this information to other people? Um, it can be. Um, for sure. Mostly, uh, mostly not too frustrating because I like, I realized how hard it was for me to switch or to like, to understand what she was talking about. And so I'm like, I'm patient with people because of that, because I'm like, I get it. It was hard for me. And now I'm so pro that. So I get it. It's hard for people really hard because mm. you got to question your own reality and that's hard. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say like, if, if this is all true, if it is, and it all ties together and it's all it it is what it is mm -hmm. like that's got to be a heavy load to carry around with you i mean i think about like 
I think, you know, we're fucked on our current path because of global warming and because of the pollution that we're cranking out, especially in the ocean. And that weighs on me if I start thinking about it for too long. Or I watched that Seaspiracy documentary okay. yeah, yeah, on I Netflix. And I was like... I haven't seen that. That fucked me up for like three days. I was like, <laughs> I, we're just like, what are we doing to the planet? And so I could only imagine that like, if this is as concrete as that is or turns out to be if it if but the wasn't that a spin fall. though that was like i can't believe that was actually on facebook or not facebook but um netflix. on netflix to actually put that truth out there like huh what was this about uh, the pollution the, the, in the ocean oh just how much there is yeah and, yeah, and, and how most of it's from fishing which i had like no a, idea it's like not a, that's plastic, made of plastic somewhere yeah. in the ocean right <laughs> like 90 something percent is all like fishing nets and yeah. fishing gear how did this show get on there because it gets you to question shall i even eat fish anymore because <laughs> i'm not going to support the fishing industry with my dollars because of all the damage they've done to the earth by their fishing nets and their... they're pulling out like millions of fish a day yeah it's insane. a day like it's insane. what is that yeah. i mean could you imagine if we just like lost a million people a day what that would look well, like can you imagine like how many like they used to whale so much they too. still do well, not here right no. but in japan well in northern locations yes but yeah. it's all like you know it's, it's more regulated there but no nothing's regulated out on the open ocean yeah. when they're doing this massive amount of like it's so crazy they're torching the ocean with it's just not, there's no way it's sustainable. I mean, we're just yeah. pulling so much out and just dumping trash in. And so it's, what do you think the solution is for global warming? What's your ideas? Well, I think, I think we're definitely going to get to a place where we're not using fossil fuels. I think the electric cars are a great first step. I think hydrogen cars would be a good step too. Um, what do you think about the energy that it takes to produce a battery and the waste that goes into that? That's a problem, right? right. That, I haven't done enough research, but I've heard that, you know, creating a battery for an electric car is... It's like is, more waste than yeah, having it's worse. Car. Yeah. But that's why I said those hydrogen cars, that seems like that would yeah, be a great investment. Yeah, hydrogen might be an idea. There's just not... The foundation just isn't there yet. Yeah. Not like it is with like Tesla superchargers everywhere. Well, I when we hey. become more informed with, um, you know disclosure of aliens and we have had withheld technologies for gener like so many decades we have had so many things that would be better for our planet that have been prevented so we have technologies they're available well hemp plastic no i mean there's there's like hemp plastic yeah exactly yeah that would that would have been such an easy switch to just and they just what hemp is now legal or something within the last year or something i think so, trump legalized it it's all regulated but, for a reason it's yeah. all like we're supposed to destroy ourselves for a reason until we get to the point oh, sorry, where okay. we're becoming more informed becoming more like no like that's not right and be becoming more mindful of what's actually happening on our planet but that that comes with consciousness it doesn't come with believing what we're told to believe you know like i you know look into climate change and i think that's a big huge um script as well there's a lot of science that's promoted it's all pure science but really i don't think it is so there's a whole lot to look into there it's, and it's another can of worms. So as far as global warming, what do you think about the natural processes of the earth cooling and warming? Like that has something to do well, with it. Yeah, I it. think that definitely plays into it. But I think I think it's easy to see that humans definitely have an effect. Like no yeah. other species I mean, would be able to dominate at the levels that we do. And it's just not sustainable. I mean, No, humans are definitely 
um, corrupting the planet on a very big scale. Yeah. That's whether happening. It's, whether it's what's happening, you know, with the harvesting of, like, these palm trees for oils and, and shit. Like, we're decimating... Yeah, I mean, we're... These ecosystems. Exactly. That's, I that's totally gonna agree have with real that. Effect. Yeah. I, I definitely think we have problems as far as we're destroying the Earth. Um, I don't have, like, the temperature rise. Like, I don't know how we really stop that, though, because I don't know... Well, yeah, I say global warming is kind of a, as a catch-all. Right. You know what I mean? I think the most yeah. tangible thing you can go and look at is if you go from here down to L.A., like, you can see the smog like right. it's a fog barrier. Mm -hmm. Right. And they say that living in a big city like that takes 10 years off your life. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> Which how, Wouldn't surprise me, I how, guess. Yeah. yeah, you're just breathing in all this. Yeah. Break dust, you, all these freaking fumes, mm -hmm. all this shit that's just we're pumping yeah. into the air that's getting cycled back into our body. Mm -hmm. We're like a human filter for this trash. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, I mean, there's also the chemtrails <coughs> you have to look at. There's like dimming of the sun. There's there's all sorts of reasons why um, they want to make it appear like there is a huge like. Well, what is dimming? I I know a little bit about chemtrails, but what is dimming of the sun? Yeah, that was proposed by I want to say Gates. Um, oh, that was to to like protect the ozone layer, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, and how we should be out of the sun because the sun's harmful. Well, and it's the opposite, right? We all we should literally not put sunscreen on, except for if we're on extended amount of time and have it be yeah, organic say, you and make your own. You've never had a sunburn if you haven't got that. Make sunscreen. your own. Make your own sunscreen is all I have to say. You know, like that's a fun recipe. You can find recipes and get it off Amazon. Like ingredients, very easy. And because they're laden with chemicals, and that's what's causing the skin cancer. It's not actually. <clears throat> it's not actually the sun itself. I don't, because we have downloads. We have like vitamin D comes from the sun. If we're blocking sunlight from our body, that's it's not good. Not good, right? So, right. It's just, it's, there's so much brainwashing that's not helpful to the human um, if we listen to 100% pure mainstream, because we're told to do things that are harmful. We're told to believe things that are harmful. And um, of which is controlled narrative right like in, in the mo oh anyway so going back to um dimming of the sun that is just like another like thing like oh we have to protect the ozone right and and really it's just because it wants to reduce the actual sun rays coming down upon us the humans who actually benefit we can't live without the sun the sun is vital to our operation system you know not to mention all the food and plants oh of course I mean, the food yeah. and plants yeah like so it's it's just another ad aspect of the 2030 plan. Yeah. Yeah, you should just read read into that just after. Just the, I'll have, just to, I'll have to check it out now to just to... It. It's interesting. Just to see. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, who else? There's, um, you can look up um, Celeste Solem talks about blue plasma dot technology. She was she worked for FEMA for a number of years. And then she's talking about that technology being within like... Um, the test swabs for COVID and even the COVID vaccine and looking into seeing what that's all about is actually mind blowing as well. Um, and she's had her life threatened a number of times because of she's speaking out about this information. So there's so much to know. There's so much to know. Yeah, and so much intro. And I don't like to sound crazy, but like there's, it's pretty mind blowing when you really just sit it down. It sounds crazy. Like if you just caught some person walking up the right. street and started dumping yeah. this on them, they'd be like, get me away from this <laughs> yeah. person. No what doubt. is happening? No doubt. Yeah. But well, it's, it's, it's just like... That's a... because 
I've been away. You've been away from mainstream for a long time. Yeah. I was just like, I don't watch it, you know? And I don't want you to start questioning that you don't want to go back. You're just like, I don't want to be this listen to your crap. Like, <laughs> I, can't, I find myself like, I can't even watch any pre-recorded stuff anymore. Like news, I just can't watch it. Because you know that they're, it's scripted. You know, like, I, I just watch like live stuff. Unless it's like YouTube and stuff. But like, I watch live podcasts. This is like, because you get the real thing. It's not you know their message what they want you know mm -hmm. so i don't know you have any get away from that though any good links for people to listen to or um, to follow well like i said the one guy i or one guy i do Besides. follow is uh tim cast um got a couple channels tim cast irl he has guests on um that's really the one i listen to most often you know he talks about the news and then he brings on different expert guests in different areas that talk about energy and politi politics and economy and so you get kind of a rounded what's kind of going on. Mm -hmm. So, and he's pretty uh, non-partisan. Greg Braden is a good guy to listen to regarding all of the climate change. Like I listen, I read a book about like a dozen years ago by him, and he talks about the natural um, ebbs and flows of the climate change on the planet. And it, it was a very informative book. So he's really isn't an he's a scientist. That's super oh. informative. And then uh, what? What's the book I'm reading right now? The one you gave. Oh, the, he's he's reading the Contagion Myth. The Contagion Are you? Myth. I got it. That's my yeah, next book. It's I interesting. Just finished another it's one. Interesting. <laughs> my problem is, is I know enough. I know a lot about like I have like a cursory glance of knowledge about just well, enough to know that I really don't know enough right. about anything. And that's so kind of like, what I came to realize. Yeah, like, I hear <laughs> like global warming, and it's like I know. That's an issue, but then it's like, okay, we'll back it up. And it's like, fuck, I don't have, I don't have enough concrete yeah. stuff to back it up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, I know. They're good talking points, but like, mm -hmm. they're really, ha you have to do the research. You have to find like, what is this all about? And why, what's the pros and cons of this being on the planet right now? What, this idea, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Jason Kristoff is a really good guy who to get really truth very bluntly. Um, He's very good at that. He's very well cited, so he has a ton of sites for that. Um, but yeah, the contagion myth is a really good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've because, got that in queue. I gotta. I, I gotta it's read thirty dollars, it but it's like it's so worth the investment because it will make you like it'll make your head spin. Yeah, I've only read a little bit into it, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> it's just interesting. Bit of a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The yeah. stuff. The stuff just through, you know the medical stuff that's been suppressed. Mm -hmm. yeah, if you're not in a position where these things are happening around you, you just, you can never really know, you know, yeah. is the thing. Yeah. I mean, and, but it's uh, true, true. But I mean, and these doctors writing these books too, you know, it's just what doctors you're going to trust. No. Yeah. Us, I meant yeah. like for like us, like I'm no, not, totally. I'm not like, a doctor working exactly, with this, so you know, but you know, it's interesting. You know, when it talks about, you know, other books that have been written and other historical facts that, it's like, huh? Didn't know that was it's there. Interesting. Yeah. It's a crazy world yeah, out there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's the level of suppression of information that's actually. I was talking about the invisible rainbow. Did I mention the last time? The invisible rainbow. He, um, he's referring to. It's referred to in this book, and I'm like, oh yeah, I had that too. I read that last summer, and it's a very thick book, but it's all about the the history of electricity on the planet and mm -hmm. within humanity, and the studies that have been done. Um, on on just on the last like i don't know 50 years 60 70 years of just or however long it's been around um 
on the effects of electricity on humans. So it's very thick. It's like this big and it's full of data that you don't find anywhere else because it's suppressed. But essentially like every time that like the electromagnetic, electromagnetic field of the earth has changed, whether we're adding like satellites, whether we're adding wireless, uh, you know, connectivity, internet, each time that has happened, there's been like a lot of people that have died as mass deaths throughout the earth. And it's talked about throughout history when, you know, when even comets would pass the earth, we know that they have a lot of, you know, things that trail off them that are damaging to people. And so like people die when these things happen historically. And so it just makes you question even more. It's like the more we electrify the earth, the more that we're damaging our bodies because we're not mm -hmm. meant to be that electrified or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. just damaging to tissues, damaging to everything. Yeah. The problem is, is we just still don't know. We do. A lot. Like we just don't know a lot. But you can look at the evidence and you can correlate, you know, not that essentially that's a hundred percent accurate, but I mean, you can look at things and you're like, that's likely maybe. yeah no i mean you like know? back in the day they used to use you know mercury in the brim of your hat and i yeah, just thought that exactly. was for, like there's just things that like we're still like we used to learning inject, about we used to bodies. inject people with mercury too this is oh, like, i didn't yeah, know that that's great yeah, that was in that contagion that they were saying i was like whoa mm -hmm. yeah it's just i mean obviously we learn more as time goes by but just like mm -hmm. a lot out there though heavy stuff yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just repressed. It's all out there, actually. It's been around for a long time. It's a matter of just being out and be able to get a platform and to be, mm -hmm. and to be seen it. and heard. <laughs> um, and a lot of times they're just shut down or killed. So that's, you know, the deep state hand. Wow. I know. Well, I think we could, we just did two and a half hours. Oh, did we? So, yeah, yeah we can, I know time flies in here, <laughs> yeah. right? It's like the little time box. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, Amy, thank you for coming back on. It was a joy as yeah. always, Ben. Thanks for coming yeah, on course. too. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to plug? I know we just hit some links, but I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. I just think do your research. Yeah. Do your research and question everything, and uh, don't be afraid to stand up for yourself and your beliefs. You mm -hmm. know, even no one else believes you or supports you. Like, yeah, the tide is growing for people of like-minded people that are just they're rolling out some new ideas and new thought forms that are going to only get bigger and bigger in the future and to unify not divide all right and one one thing out there is i think a lot of people are afraid what other people think of them and so i'm just the, the you know the peer pressure and that kind of thing don't don't care what other people think do your thing think for yourself be yourself yeah be independent that's yeah. you know big message i guess just trust yourself it's a great takeaway. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Very good. Thanks for having me. Thank Thanks. you guys. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. It was my pleasure. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yep.